You're now listening to Shot vs. Smiles. Episode 11 of Shy versus Smiles. Shad, aka Shy 41, Shy Navisky, aka uh I wish they gave me 207 million from the Mavs, you know what I'm saying? Luca got his bag. Uh, but anyway, I'm here as always with Josh. Go ahead, let you do your thing, man. Yeah, you already know what it is. It's your boy Josh, aka Smiles, aka the hip hop Adam Schefter, aka Lake Show James, aka the suburban bully. There it is. And we are here with two guests, one returning, one for the first time, I believe. Yeah. Go ahead, introduce yourself, fellas. Well, I guess I'll go first. My name, my name is Tim Ned, representing Loud Music, the other half of the Auto Ratchet. AKA Kilani's baby daddy. <laughs> AKA I'm always getting money. AKA always making beats. Since y'all okay. come up with the AKAs, yeah. I had to I had to just come up with some AKAs right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna play with him today, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Hey, it's your boy Fan Pimp. AKA the king of the club. AKA one oh. half of the Super group, the art of ratchet, and um, I'm not gonna speak on Kalani today. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't let me make it, brother. Did, didn't I see a picture? Y'all was in the club or like or some other event recently you, together you, or something? Who that? Me, right? Yeah, Th- that was me. Oh, huh? me and Kalani. Yeah. Nah, he ain't talking yeah, about right. you, fat. Yes, I, 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 I was talking about me. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I, was like, I know, I, I know, I saw it posted on, on Instagram recently. I was like, okay. <laughs> but uh you know we, we appreciate y'all fellas uh taking the time to do this for us for, first off my, my first question is you know I, i'm gonna go to uh tim first kind of like a, a double question first off just you know let the folks know who you are and then i guess kind of go into you know how you and fat met met and the creation of the art of rap yeah for sure um man uh, born in fort worth texas uh, I'm a military brat, so I've been pretty much everywhere, man. I lived in Greece. I lived in Italy. I lived in California. I lived in Louisiana. I made my way down to Texas. I've been here for over over 15 years. So, like, I'm, I consider myself as a, you know, a Estonian, you know what I'm saying? Um, artist, producer, songwriter. Uh, I've been doing music for, man, at least, at least 10 plus years, man. Um I didn't produce for Nipsey Hussle. I didn't produce for a lot of artists in Houston. Lil Kiki, Slim Thug, Killer Calion, uh, Dovizi. Um, man, just just a lot of other artists as well too. Man, I got a lot of TV placements as well. Being a producer, um, so how me and Fat, how we how we hooked up? It was uh through through Derek. Derek, the CEO of uh, Loud Music, he had uh put us in the studio, and you know uh, I always tell the story all the time. Like the first day. You know, we met. You know, it was it was kind of like like a magnetic uh, type of type of deal, man. It was like it was real organic at the same time, real genuine. Like we got like as soon as he stepped in the stepped in the building, like we start working automatic. You know what I'm saying? So like 
we just had that chemistry. And, you know, later on down the line, years from, you know, we got the auto ratchet. That's dope. That's dope. Because I'm definitely feeling y'all, y'all new joint uh, with, with Zero, the Texas joint. I was like, that's yeah, fire. Appreciate that's it. Fire. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I just taught uh, Josh who Zero was like well, a few months ago. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold up, time out. Nah, because he, y'all, y'all gotta remember, he's from Ohio, so yeah, oh, okay, okay, when it okay, comes okay. to like oh, southern man. music, Texas music, <laughs> I sit there and I play, you know, I play stuff for him. Uh, he'll be like, Man, you know what this is? I'm like, Of course, I know what that is. Uh-huh. That move, I, I play well, it good, for him. Good job, edu- <laughs> good job educating them, brother. Good job. Good oh, this job, my brother. state. If yes, it's sir. Texas, yes, I'm gonna sir. let people know. There you go. I wear Oak Cliff hat, no LA man. That that's how it really no. is. I let no, people know. I let people know where I'm from. Everywhere I go. Oh. Sure. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, like I was I was telling him because uh, last year, you know, when was it? Yeah, it was last year, year before last, when uh, Snoop and Master P went on tour together, and Zero was one of the opening acts. Right. And uh, when they played that "fuck you," and I, I was telling him, I was like. I was literally just amazed at how many people were just, were just <laughs> singing along. I'm like, oh, this dude really is like huge down here. And, and my friends that mm. I went, they're like, yeah, it was like, <laughs> he's the shit down here. I was like, yeah. I was like, I've heard his name, but I know he was like that huge. They're like, yeah, we, we love some zero down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, uh, I literally just listened to that song he did with Shaq. That's probably one of my yeah. favorite songs. That's song yeah, been out for like that, a year, but I still play it. Hard, though. Yeah, that song is yeah. hard. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had to put. I always put them on game, but yeah, my question is, Fat, it was cool seeing Vanilla Trill because I forgot he was still making dance videos. Yeah, when I heard your song. I said, "That's my boy right there." I said, "Hold up," Mm. I was sharing it. I was telling everybody, "Like, yo, man, Fat did the show one time, dog, and now Vanilla Trill dance to his stuff." I told (laughs) y'all, so we were running it back. So how was that? Like, um, like did the streams go up? Like how did that all um come about? I'ma keep it I'm gonna keep it all the way a buck with you. I hate social media, I hate TikTok and all that, bro. But once I start seeing them wreck daddy videos popping up, I say, yo, I gotta get involved with this. Because <laughs> it, it see it's one thing when a black dude dances, but when you got the smooth white boy dancing, man, once he did that, everybody started doing videos, man. The the news, the news crew in Dallas, they doing videos. I got people in California. Michigan, everywhere across the world, they doing this dance, and now the numbers are starting to go up. So what's starting to happen is now that we on the road, we're doing the auto ratchet. But when Rack Daddy comes on, for somebody who's 18 years old, who probably definitely didn't never heard the song before, they're like, wait, that's the song from TikTok. So it's like it's it's a win win situation right now. Um, I'm happy, bro, to be truly honest with you, because I've always felt like I never really got no credit for that for the move. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, All right, my phone had rang, man. Oh, scoop. But uh, yeah, I don't really feel like I got no credit. So to be able to get credit for it now, man, it's a great feeling, dog. Yeah, man. I was mad. Like I said, I was happy for you because when you did the show the first time, I literally had to play Rag Daddy for Josh off real. I was like, mm-hmm. yo. I said, Fat, I said, Fat did this. He was like, what? I was like, you probably heard that song a hundred times at the club or something like that. Didn't know who it was. (laughs) So yeah, it was a good, it was definitely a good look. I just wanted to know, did y'all get some momentum off of that? And I'm glad to hear that y'all did. 
Definitely. We get we getting momentum. Every single day we get up, something going viral that's involving us. So I'm just happy. I'm blessed, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, and then uh I, like you said, you know, y'all on the road and everything. How's it feel, you know, to be back on the road and touring and doing all the concerts and stuff? How's that feel? Man, for me, man, it's been amazing. Just like Fast said, man. Like I'm just like truly happy. Like all this stuff is like, you know, uh, it's, it's being fruitful, man. This is it's I'm I'm having a blast, bro. Hey, I'm turned up, but even more, I'm getting away from my wife, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I'm gonna keep it for real, bro. Like I hate coming home, bro. Like whenever we on a tour and we got that last date, for me it's depressing, bro, because you come back to reality, dog. <laughs> I home, but I want to be gone, bro. I just want to send money. I just want to send money home, check on my kids. Stay gone. <laughs> we, we might want to make sure she don't listen to this episode. Then. Yeah, <laughs> He's right. talking about that that short list be looking too uh, <laughs> rollick for him. He don't want to do all that when he get home. He said, like, "I bro. just touched down. I just threw my suitcase down. What are you yes, talking man. about?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, look. As soon as you get home, she be like, "Hey, man, you know uh, the light bill is due. Hey, don't forget." You know, your mom said to you, I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, Tim, when are we leaving again? Tim, when are we leaving again? Oh, man. But, yeah, I, I know uh, we can start talking about the, uh, the album a little bit. I know y'all got the album coming, what, let's say, September 11th? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit more about it. You know, how, how many tracks? Can we expect any more features or anything? Let us know. What's going on? 9-11. It's going down, man. We got... Mm-hmm. um. Of course, we got Zero on there. Uh, I got Lil Runny Mother F out of Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. Big Chew out of New Orleans. Um, another one I label makes Cody Blake. He on there. Um, am I forgetting anybody, Tim? Uh, Tom Genius from uh, from uh, Los Angeles, but he's from uh, he's from Houston as well too. Though he just stay out out there in uh, LA. How many tracks we got on there? Um, I think it's like eight right now. Seven to eight. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Eight, eight tracks on there. But, but the thing is, like the way the, the way we going, it might be even more because you know how how you know me and him be going back and forth and recording whatever. But yeah. as of right now, it's like seven to eight right now. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was like we we still got a good a good month, and you, you know what the way mm-hmm, uh, that's what I'm saying. Mu- that- music and albums are. <laughs> see, y'all can record a, a song, a new song that day, and be like, hey, we just <laughs> right. Nah, facts. don't put no Kanye on us, man. Go ahead and give us a <laughs> September 11. Nah, September 11 is definitely coming out though for sure. It's hey, coming out. let's not let's let's not mention the goat right now because he'll mess around and drop it on the same day. Ooh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, nah, he make me wait a whole another month. I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> I just sat through too many Apple Music uh stadium <laughs> concerts. Be waiting. Hey, you know month. what? I'm glad to see him and Kim still rocking, man. For me, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that's real talk. Yeah, yeah I, I love was dope to see that. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah. Also, uh, think of a, another, you know, rapper uh, producer combo. We got, you know, Nas and Hit Boy. They they just dropped, you know, the King Disease too. Uh, yeah. How y'all have you heard yeah. that? How y'all feeling about that album? It's super fire, bro. Like I've I've been I've, I've been a Nas fan for, since day one, and Hit Boy. That's come on now. Yeah, that that album is crazy, though. Have you heard it, Fat? Nah, I ain't gonna even cap with you. I ain't heard that one yet, man. Yeah, it's serious, man. I ain't heard it yet, man. But you know what? Last time Nas dropped something with fire. Nas don't never disappoint, man. You know, he's one of the gods, bro. So mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, you you definitely gotta check that check that out when you get a chance. Any disease too, nah, that's sure. that's something serious. Yeah, but yeah, do y'all have any singles out for the um project so far? Or are y'all waiting? Just, yeah, just the Texas joint. Mm-hmm. Hey, no yeah. lie, we argue with our, we argue with Derek probably every week about dropping new music, man. <laughs> we strategically not giving up on this Texas record. You know, um, I think the way we gonna do things is it ain't no race with us. I think with a lot of the younger artists, they drop music back to back to back because they in the race. We not really in no race. We're kind of in our own lane right now. So we, we got Texas out featuring Zero. Um, we're chasing them. We're trying to get a million streams. That's that's the goal right now. Yeah. Get a million streams. We done been on TV. Uh, here and there, you still see the video throughout the month. Um, I'm not sure when we're dropping the next single, but the album will be out September 11th. So if it's something on there that y'all want, the people that's tuning in, y'all hear something y'all like, hey, Start talking. Let us know. Let us know. Tell the DJs get the get the music and play. Oh yeah, that's all I need to hear. (laughs) I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I like the Texas joint, but I was like, man, what else we got? What else y'all got cooking? So yeah, y'all hear? Yeah, they said they on demand. Just let them know what you want. Out of all all the songs on the project, I guarantee the rest of them jamming harder than Texas. Okay, okay. See, that's see, that's what I want to hear. Okay, that's what I said. I, I said that too. I, like that. He, I second well, that. Like, what else y'all got? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, man. Texas, oh, that was just an appetizer then. Yeah, yeah that's, just, Texas, that's just a little appetizer. Texas, yeah, Texas is like calamari at a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Give me a little calamari, you know what I mean? It'll hold you over. Nah, nah, take that back. It's like a, it's like a roll. You know how to get your rolls from restaurants? Yeah. Texas <laughs> Roadhouse. He said Texas. Texas Roadhouse with that honey butter. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, with that cinnamon butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, "Stay come out later. Stay come Stay out come September out, 11th. <laughs> with potatoes so, yeah. and all that. Oh yeah, I like that's, it. I love that actually, uh, y'all were talking, about, you know, the the slow burn and letting the record. Because I listened to the podcast episode with uh, that Derek just dropped, and he mentioned how you know with the label, how, how y'all been like all the artists really y'all y'all just." Slow burning, working the record. He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "You know, my group Art of Ratchet." He was like, "Even the single they got out right now." He was like, "We we did that like a year, year and a half ago." Like, yeah, we just, you know, just working the records, taking our time. Mm-hmm. We're trying to change the game, man. I feel like if everybody is doing this, we want to be the ones over here mm-hmm. doing it over there, and not because we're trying to be different, just because I don't. We don't believe in chasing, chasing what other people got going on. We're gonna stay in our lane and make it work for us. Y'all see, y'all see. Seventeen Eleven is going down. All the racks. Seven times. Oh yeah. Steph, definitely can't can't wait. Um, anything else y'all 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 got going on? I know y'all y'all, y'all touring and everything. You know, working on the album. Anything else y'all can let us know? I know, uh, Pimp. Last time you said y'all had like a radio show. Y'all working on? Is that still going on? I'm working. I had to put that on. I had to pump pump my brakes on that one. Only because it, it's a little time consuming, man. But. I got uh I just got cash for another movie role. Okay, congratulations on that. Yeah, appreciate it. that's 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 my second love outside this music, man, is the movie. So I just got the contract in the email this morning. So hey, mm-hmm. that's what it is right now, man. Movies and music, man. I buy it's a, it's a football, a little bit of football. <laughs> that's life, bro. Hey, listen, I am the official diehard cowboy fan. Jerry Jones, any of y'all cousins and brothers watching this, man, hey, man, I need to be the official 
ambassadors <laughs> for the team, oh. man. The way y'all got I, Drake on the sideline, Toronto, Bad Pimp needs to have mm. a seat on the sideline. I don't want to be in the, the, the skybox. I want to be on the sideline. I want to have to be have, on like near the bench. All right, I so feel it. Just give me like two yards or something in, 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 <laughs> on the turf, and it's just gonna say the fat box. You want your you want your own set and all that too, man. All that, bro. Everything. <laughs> hey, I'll be the dude on the sideline with the headphones on. Like when it's a, when it's a commercial break, I want to be like, yeah, man, reporting y'all live. We got to on the that needs to be me, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to work. Hard, I'm gonna have to work on that. You know, maybe if I, I meet uh, Jerry at work, I'm gonna have to work on get getting that done for you, man. Fast, he gonna be on there. the sideline. On the sideline, bro. Like that'll be Jerry's way of, of reaching the black community, man. Come on, bro. Like sure. it don't get no uh, no more blacker than that, man. That <laughs> Pip is on the sideline, and Jerry Jones, man, him texting each other like, "Yo, I'm down. I'm on the field. You need me to do anything?" <laughs> he said, "No check." He said, "You get him some autographed Dak Jordan cleats." No. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just song from the team. That's all he wants. Just a little song from the me. team. He's had me right there. I just want to be a part of the team, man. <laughs> part of the team. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we definitely gonna try to have to make make sure we make that happen. Push that out there in the atmosphere. You know, man, make we definitely know how to manifest it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, anything else? Y'all, y'all listening to? I, I know, like sometimes, you know, artists and producers, y'all don't like to listen to other artists or other producers kind of, you know, message your sound. Y'all listening to anything else besides your, your own stuff recently or anything? Um, what's my dude, my dude from TDE. I just got to jam him the other day. Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah Rashad. Oh yeah, Isaiah Rashad is hard, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Man. So yeah, yeah, the I, house I, is burning. Yeah, he hard. Um, I'm really just waiting on, uh, on on the GOAT, waiting on him to drop, man. You know, him, Drake, Kendrick. I don't know. I don't know. I don't we know gonna, what it is about the great. We don't, have to, we don't have to wait on Kendrick, man. Wait, Kendrick. Wait, he he rolling. Kendrick yeah. got to come on, bro. The game needs him because I'm sick of J Cole, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sick of J Cole, man. I need I need Kendrick to get angry, man. <laughs> J Cole got kind of quiet though, like like towards you know towards the end of the uh, the album though. He got real quiet, man. Yeah, like yeah. after he left the um the team, it was like he really ain't yeah crazy. yeah. yeah. Like, Came out with a uh, what that's uh, with Supreme. Mm-hmm. Came out that one video with him or that skit or whatever with him, and that was it. And that he's selling was it. shoes, man. Yeah, he's selling Pumas. Yeah, what, what the Dreamers? Yeah, he's he selling them Dreamers. Yeah, he's yeah, he's slanging Pumas right now. That's why he quiet. Yeah, man. I don't know. I love hip hop, bro, and I like when it, I like when it's competition, man. Yeah, me too. So yeah, Kade, I definitely need, but he chilling. Like I said, once. They give Kate uh, his um advances or his album money. He pretty much sit to the side about three or four years. Yeah, he be chilling. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Do hoping, I need I'm to rap? Yeah, something. all right, then. Yeah, I'm hoping we get somebody in the year. Hopefully, hopefully we get somebody in the year. Yeah, I'll take a single. I'll take a single. Yeah, yeah give us something. Feature <laughs> something. Yeah, feature right. to just one verse. Yeah, that we ain't got Drake, a feature. You know, my nerves with Drake though. Drake had was saying CLB January. That man did about 50 features. <laughs> no album. 50 features. I was like, all right, then. <laughs> In his like, office, yeah. Drake, Drake really is that guy, bro. Yeah. He's really that guy, man. Because C and Green really made me mad that CLB wasn't now. I was like, come on, dog. Yeah. You ain't finna, you ain't finna hit us with this, hit us over the head with this. And then it's like, hey, oh, y'all yeah. think that Drake gonna be worth the wait? It better I think be. so. I think so. 
Usually, if yeah, he ain't never took this long before, so yeah, I think it will be. But uh, who else? But yeah, yay, yay, done came out with too many five tracks, so I know that's worth the wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, he still yeah, got yeah, people coming serious, in and out of that stadium, so yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, because I saw I saw uh, what's my man, the uh, the engineer, he he said, Mike, he Dean. Mike, yeah, Dean. Mike Dean, yeah, I say he said, uh. Kanye caught him doing the performance, telling that uh, Kanye heard like a, a mix that was wrong. <laughs> speak. In the middle Man, of the look, I got circled the block on this one. Speaking of Mike Dean, yeah, I had to, I had to tell Josh about Mike Dean. I was like, you know, he worked with Zero on them too, right? Yeah, Mike what? Dean. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was Man, like, Mike Dean. Game. Yeah, Mike Dean is a true legend, bro. That's how I met Mike Dean was through rap a lot in Houston. Ooh, one of my uh, one of my old partners they used to work my partner Jay Ellis. I got to shout him out. My boy Jay Ellis was like, man, you know Mike Dean? I'm like, Mike Dean? Like him? He like, yeah, he want to meet you. Took me over there and meet with him. Hmm. I'm like, and when you see him, you don't think he, he got that much skills, bro. Dude is cold, man. That's what me and uh, Fat be similar because like the kids, you know, them young kids, like the TikTok kids. They know, like, okay, when they hear Mike Dean, they think of Travis Scott, Kanye. Yeah, when we think about it. We think of rap a lot. Like I said, yeah. zero. Get, a, get, get like on boys. Yeah. Get yeah. on boys. Yeah. yeah. We think about them cats. It's like, nah, Mike Dean been around longer than Astro World been out. Believe yeah, yeah. me. That. <laughs> Mike Dean had the long, he had the long ass hair. Yeah. You see, y- y'all put me on the game. South like, Rick, <laughs> the South <laughs> version of Rick. I heard Rick, of him you know, yeah. Kanye there you go. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I'm just glad you fellas could join us. Josh, no, anything bro. else, man? Oh uh, no, that, that that was all I had. Uh, but you know, if y'all want to give y'all social media plug, anything else y'all want to plug, you know, we can wrap it up. Shit, follow your boy. I am Fat Pimp on all social media. All the ratchet September 11th. Y'all make sure y'all stream it. Buy. I really want y'all to buy it, man. Buy it, stream it. Tell somebody to tell somebody. Hey, don't be a hater, man. It's 2021, man. Don't be a hater. It's, it's okay to it's okay to share your partners or your neighbor's music, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yes, sir. Fat then did the show twice, so you definitely fan. We definitely gonna share your music. Let oh, me yeah. know. <laughs> we gonna buy it for sure. You know what would be dope, bro? Is if y'all did a live review. Oh, we gonna mm-hmm. do it. Like, like a real live yeah. review. That'd be hard. We could set up like a uh, well, yeah, what if we could set something up like a live review and you can really like say, man, I don't really like this, or I like this. That I know. Way yeah, we'll have y'all back in September. Yeah, we'll have y'all back in September. Yeah, that's, that's a good yeah. idea. That's, that's all. Yeah. yeah, let's work that y'all out. Y'all some tough critics, too. Y'all some tough critics, man. <laughs> <laughs> he listen, yeah. critics, man. I, forgot what, I forgot what we was debating on, but I was like, yo, these niggas really know hip-hop. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, Look, y'all really know hey. what y'all be talking about, man. Yeah. And Josh, he ain't heard my movie reviews yet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, This fool think he's Cisco and Ebert together, boy. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely gonna have y'all back in September for a live listen. Let everybody know to go ahead, cop that, stream that. Like I said, get Vanilla Trill up in here, do a dance real quick. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Get the real numbers talk, up. We're <laughs> gonna do all that. But, yeah, Tim, Tim, talk your, Tim, talk yeah. your shit before we get off. Yeah, for sure. Official Tim Ned on IG. Uh, just Tim Ned everything, man. All music outlets, Tim Ned. Uh, got a project out, Late Nights in London. You can go check it out. 
yes, sir. Okay. I ain't never been to London, nigga. Uh, I have, brother. I, re- I, re- I recorded a whole album in London, bro. <laughs> oh, he did man. it on the late night. I appreciate y'all having the show, man. Oh, yeah. Anytime, yeah, appreciate, bro. Appreciate, appreciate you again. It. But like I said, we got y'all next month for sure. Uh, I ain't going to say going to be exactly September 11th, but we definitely, unless y'all get us in advance, we'll do it before September 11th. Mm. I let it, right. you know, we just might let us man, we, we need to make that happen before. Yeah, let's, yeah, oh, let's yeah. do it before September 11th then. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. We still gonna cop anyway. I mean, you y'all got, got two purchases money. right here. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You got two purchases off real. That's what's up. So, but hey, yeah. hey, just to let y'all know, I'm a regular nigga, man. You know, I'm out here grocery shopping and stuff, man. Man, <laughs> I just got through cooking, brother. So, hey. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm about to uh, make me a little subtle. He said he at the Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> he at the Kroger right now. So, yeah. But, yeah, we definitely going to have y'all back next month. Review this album straight up. Let everybody get excited for it. Because, yes, like I said, Texas joints fire. Y'all saying that wasn't nothing. That was slight work. All right. So, we definitely going to have to um, bring y'all back, play the whole thing through. We're going to let y'all be the judge, man. I'm gonna let y'all be And if you hear us just talk about, we talk about music like it's regular yeah. conversation. Like we'll sit up there, like pass each other music. Like yo, all right, listen to this. We'll make mm-hmm. it like I just been making him playlists of certain artists that I like. Huh, recently. That's what's up? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he was, um, what was that? Larry June. Mm. And who else? Mozzie. Mozzie. Yeah, he made me a lot. Mozzie. Mozzie's hard, man. So yeah, basically, because I like I said, if I'm not here, I'm out west. Oh. Like I'm just going back and forth, but I ain't doing no business out there yet. It's just mainly like family, and I just love California. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm from like, California, yeah. bro. I'm from uh, Sacramento. Sacramento. I live down ah, Sacramento. Right, I got people. I got people in Long Beach and uh, Corona as well too. All right, uh, I'm, yeah. my my family's out, uh, like Fairfield and Sacramento, yeah, yeah, okay. uh, oh. Vallejo, and all this stuff like that. Bay Area oh, that's stuff. What's up. That's what's up. Bay Area, yeah, North. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Uh, real quick, one last question. I just thought of because you said that. What songs did you work on with Nipsey? Uh, it, it was on. It was on the marathon. It's called Grind Mode. Um, I was actually that's my favorite uh, song. What? Oh shit, that's crazy. <laughs> and um, I'm actually Wait. on the hook. I, I, I'm on the hook as well too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. and it's weird because I'm literally yeah. not sure right now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Got my yeah. Mookie Betts on for this one. Yeah, I mean, no, like, it for like, you. That, I didn't know yeah, that song. That's that song special, bro. Like, yeah, I, I got to meet uh Nip and all that too. Like, have a conversation with him. Uh, I remember, like, we would go back and forth on email, just have like you know short conversation. He would, he would call and check on me though. So like, it was it was some real shit, man. Like, like he was a, a real dude, like for real, man. So I mean, if it's not too much, just you know what I'm saying, like for somebody who's worked with him, how big of a loss was it for real? Not just to hip hop, but just like man, his overall. Old, that's what I'm saying. Like overall, he was just a good dude. Like you know what I'm saying. Like he wasn't like just just like stuck on the industry. Like you know, just to himself. Like he shared the game with us. You know what I'm saying. Like even on like on a personal level, like he would just like like I said, like he would check on me. He was like, man, how, how you doing? How's everything going? Like, like what you got going on? Like he would like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like ultimately, like, like put basically like, like, like push me to do some work. Like, man, what you doing? Hey, send me some shit, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like overall, man, like it was a, it was a, it was a terrible loss, man. Um, just not just for hip hop, just, for, you know, just for his community as well. Yeah. And, um, 
in in LA, man. It just it took a big loss, bro. Like, you know, and we still carrying his name on too, man. So like we're gonna be forever running the marathon, bro. Oh yeah, always. Again, appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, man, appreciate you, bro. Like I said, next month we got y'all. We are definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, and and dude, give us real feedback, bro. Like, hey, we go, hey, I, trash. I, I, like I said, trash. we're gonna like, try to know, set man. it up. We're gonna <laughs> yeah, try to set up to where it's in person, so you yeah. can't say we capping or we. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, they they looking down, bro. What's going on? Nah, yeah. we gonna be looking y'all face to face. That's what I'm talking about. I got that face you made. You was like, I ain't like that bar. Yeah, you yeah, cause me, I got one of them faces where I'm literally gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, I love it. I love it. I love it, bro. I love it. So yeah, we gonna try to set it up. Have the venue ready and everything. Yeah. Have y'all in there, and we just gonna have a live playthrough. That's you know what I'm saying. And let everybody, you know, get a little sample. We ain't gonna play the full tracks. Yeah, we don't want no. We don't want to get a full sauce away. We want y'all to still buy it. We want you yeah. still stream it. Like I said, TikTok, Instagram mm-hmm. video, whatever y'all finna do to yeah. it. We just want y'all to listen to this. Sure. It, don't, it don't even matter. They, we can play the whole record. They still gonna get it, bro. Because it's that far, oh. bro. I'm just letting oh. you know. Oh man, we gonna run it so, through then. That's all right. We, we gonna we gonna run it through. We gonna break it down and all that too. We gonna break I'm down the, the elements of the record and everything. So yeah. Oh, I gotta hit him with that um Sam Mel shoe, Negro. That's yeah. all you had to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. All right, there, man. Appreciate you once again. Like yes, I sir. said, looking forward. Yes, sir. Yep. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. All right. Take care. You. All right. Peace. Oh man, that was good. That was Tim Ned and Fat Pimp. Like I said, Fat Fat. That's definitely the family mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Whenever you know, what I'm saying so far, two for two, he done came through for us. Like he said, he he said he, he a regular nigga. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was like, yo, he look. Like I said, um, the main premise of this show is always everybody welcome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No matter how big of an artist you are, how many singles you done had, or you just starting on the ground on the ground floor, you can be in the mail room with us. You know what I'm saying? We still gonna present you. We gonna support you. Gonna let you get your voice heard on this platform right here, whether it's here, music impulse, just talk to me on the solo tip, whatever it is, we got you. Yep. And then uh I don't know if it's gonna be the first half or the second half, but you know. Oh no, we just I don't even care what we put there. This is so that was so good. Yeah, that's what I was, <laughs> that was a, I mean, you can actually put this smack dab in the middle. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they be like, oh man, I was like, Yeah, that was a good little feature right there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't we don't know yet, but hope y'all enjoyed it. It was a great I hope conversation. y'all enjoyed it. It was a very good conversation. I'm excited because like I said, anytime I get to talk to Texas Cali people, I'm excited. Cause they know they know the vibes. Yep. <laughs> like I said, it was just a coincidence. I just happened to have my Dodger shirt on because I just like Dodger Blue, even and because I told you my Rangers was like totally disappointing me and everybody that was good traded. So here we go. But yeah, we're gonna get to the serious topic. Um, it's something that was told to me. Uh, you don't have to go into detail, but yeah, it's just something like we, we've talked about on the show before. We definitely gonna talk about it again. Oh yeah. Um, basically, I just wanted to bring up the fact that because you know, I, I had someone that I, I know had uh, a relative pass away, uh, ten years old, who committed suicide, hung, hung themselves. And just from hearing that, it made me just think about the fact that one, it's a child, ten years old, committing suicide, yeah. 
and it's and it's a it, real problem. Like children are starting to do this. Yeah. So it just so throughout the day, I was just you know hitting up a lot of my homies that I know that are parents, and just hitting up people, different people. I just want just really just talk about uh, thoughts on you know children committing suicide that young, and then also you know talking to children about depression and anxiety, like the importance of it. Because I like you. You yourself, you you've openly talked about your your depression and anxiety issues and stuff like that. So I guess yeah, I still I have it. I've been taking you know, ashwagandha every day. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess we we'll say, what well, what would you say like your earliest age of knowing that you know you were like depressed or had anxiety? Oh man, I was probably I was young, young. I was probably at least about six, seven. Wow. That's when I started going. That's when I started going to um like you know, certain places like therapists or whatever, whatever. I started doing that. You know, my mom and my grandma, they made sure I had all that. So, yeah, that was about like six or seven for sure. Um, I always tell people, even now as adults, I said, man, I wish y'all kind of had folks. <laughs> folks I had because, um, yikes. I got to grow. I got to be around these people. That don't get to that probably didn't talk to nobody till now because they could afford it like now. <laughs> I'm like, because like you've seen how I handle conflict. It, it's not a specific situation I'm talking about here. It's just more. I don't yell. I don't sit up there and I'm ready to throw hands and nothing like that. I'm like, no, I'm talking in a calm tone. I'm gonna try to calm the situation down and just have a conversation with you. I was like, dude, that's why that's what I was taught. That's why I was taught to resolve things, to write them down or to just have a dialogue about, okay, what what is it? What is bothering you? Mm-hmm. And you, I never realized the magnitude of that question until I got older. What's going on? What's wrong? I was like, uh, you, you think a simple question, but it's not. That's yeah, the scariest thing. Yeah, like, that's a, it's a scary question. Because, I mean, that's why you get the I'm fine. Because it's an easy way to just avoid that. So yeah. easy way to just move around from that. Yeah, that's definitely one thing, I guess I would say, within the last couple of years, or especially within the last year, for sure, for sure, is, you know, when folks ask, you know, how are you doing? Like, no, I don't I don't want the genetics. Most of the time, people really, they don't really want to know what's really going on with you. Yeah. Oh, you got. Oh, you gotta. You definitely gotta be. Uh, but it's like selective. That's the yeah, word. Yeah, so it's like definitely. I've got become like when I ask somebody like, "How you doing?" I don't want. I don't want. Like, I really want to know. Like, for real. Like, how you doing? Because if you ask me, I'm going for real. For real. Well, Dang. I would say depending on how close I am to you. Like, if we don't yeah. really like kick it like that, or I don't really like. I might. I might give you the typical. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm good. You know, working. But it's like if you like, you know, real close friend. Like if. Me and Shad hadn't hung out in a while or something or talked or whatever, or even just on a regular, just like, no. If Shad asked me, like, yo, bro, how you been? I know I ain't really, like, we may talk. But naturally, mm-hmm. but naturally, uh, before you finish that, because I was like, ah, that's kind of a, uh, that's a sometimes situation due to the fact that you will actually call me. You will actually hit me up. I mean, I will, I, I like, I got to commend you for that. You will be like, before, especially if like we're about to record or we we're just working on stuff, you will like hit me up and be like, "Yo, all right, this is how I feel." Like before we go in here, this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm yeah. like, "All right." So yeah, but I was like, "No, nah, it's not always just like, oh, you 
I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna. Oh, while we're talking about this, I'm just gonna jump in here. I was like, nah, you'll let me know beforehand. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. You need to let it out. Let's talk. Um, you know what I'm saying? If if it's not me, you know, you go to your mom's mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean that that's one thing I told you. I think from day one, I was like, hey, don't ever be afraid to hit me up. Don't ever be afraid to um, who you feel comfortable with to hit up, like, you know, like your parents or something like that. That's the main thing that that's, and, and I'm glad you said that because it goes into this of uh, about when you said you got to be careful who you tell. Yeah. Some people that try to exploit. Yeah. That's the scary part. Someone trying to exploit. Like, they know, like uh, the old saying of kicking you while you're down. Mm-hmm. And you got to be careful of that. But now, nah, if you got like a a trust bank or you know that you can say, hey, talk to the you know I can talk to this person. I know it's gonna be between me and that person. Or if I tell them this, you know, so on and so forth. You know, that's the one thing that I think these young kids think they don't have, and I think that's why they do what they do because they're scared of what might be said or you know. Some parents ain't. Some parents will shoot you off. Mm-hmm. Some friends will shoot you off. Some the guidance council don't always guide. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so, you know that's what I said. It's a scary time, not just for the kids. I mean, it's a scary time for people who are just going through things because you got to know who to trust. You got to know who to confide in. Um, you sent. That's why I was asking you about the thing that you sent. Uh, that you posted on your IG, and I read the whole thing. Yeah, some people don't have that fifty to one hundred fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> I'm, one, I'm one. I'm one of those guys. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So, and I've always told you I don't think that it's a bad thing to say you're not alright. Um, you know me. I'm the number one guy who does that. I am not okay. Yeah. I'm going to call you and tell you why I'm not okay. <laughs> yeah, you 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 definitely like like hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna need a couple of days, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'll tell you. Hey, don't no, hey, I may I may be going somewhere. Like, where are you going? Ah uh, man, I'm gonna go to California for a couple of days and chill out and uh, you know what I'm saying, reevaluate some things or oh man, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go silent for like a few hours. I'm gonna go kick it with, you know, my other homie, uh so on and so forth. And then we'll we record. We can do whatever you want. We can go to Pokemon Go. We can <laughs> whatever Josh want to do. Hey, I'm down for it. But just give me some time to myself and we can get that situated. But that's the one thing, like I said, that you just need to be able to tell people. Like like I said, if it's a show, if it's a family, if it's anything, I'm, I'm going to say, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell somebody something. Because again, like I say, is like the one thing about uh, I like about therapy and things like that is that it's it's something that the reason you can't go to five sessions and say, "Oh man, I'm good now." No, like I said, for years, progress. yeah, for years you gotta go, and then you start. Then that's how you can untangle all those things of emotion, because all that happens when you don't talk when you don't find a healthy way to express yourself that's why people get mad that's why that's why people will be overly emotional like you you didn't have to tell me like hey hey, bro i know you like 
sad, depressed, or whatever. Hey, watch it with the drinking. Hey, you, you doing? Yeah, you doing, doing too much. Like, hey, like, man. Oh, if you do anything that looks like you just doing it excessively, I'm like, okay, what's wrong? What's really going on? Uh, why are you doing that? You be like, oh no, I'm like, no, 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 no. You wouldn't be. I said, okay, you done had, you done had a cup after cup after cup, and none of them was water. What's up? <laughs> Oh man, it's just I'm like, bro, how you tired, but you drinking? I said that makes you more tired. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, so, like, uh, was it uh, I can't remember what it was about. It might have been a breakup. I don't know. I can't remember but I, when I posted the uh, me drinking the wine. He was like, hey, hey, what you drinking wine for, dog? <laughs> Watching on that on that bottle because I I think Watch I posted, that bottle. I said, yeah, it was like empty. Look, yeah, because I think I posted like, oh yeah, I'm about to drink this whole thing tonight. Or you had, like yeah, you had like the whole thing. Then you showed it again. It was empty. And I said, there's no way you knocked out that bottle in the span of two or three hours by yourself. Like, what are you doing? What's up with that? You say, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, all right. I was like, you saying that, but you just knocked out a whole bottle or something. Yeah, it's like a few hours. It's <laughs> like I already know you've been feeling some stuff, so it's like <laughs> I was like, that's definitely not a. Oh, I'm what? having a party. I'm like, were you at a party? No. One, Who one was at that? One plus was one your roommate there? Four right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was your roommate there? No. Are you have chick over? No. So Are you, you just watching the game? You, Are you watching the playoffs? No. No. <laughs> so you just drunk? You were just drinking? Just drinking? Listening to sad songs, just like, oh my god! I was like, nah, bro. It's yeah, healthy. I was like, do that. You post like five sad songs on your Instagram, and then you post that you are drinking a whole bottle of wine. So what's what's, what's people and, and people get people think it's weird to get that analytical. I said, no, that's how you miss. That's how you miss stuff. Mm -hmm. That's how you miss in the first place. And then you wonder, oh man, I didn't know they were going through this. They yeah, showed like the signs you. were there. They showed you. Hmm. What do you mean? They showed you. They they never want to go anywhere. They um they were like I said doing things excessively. They were not upbeat as they normally were. Like they even say, check on your strong friends. I'm like, now nah, your strong friends the bold is usually the boldest one. Like they'll say in the middle of life is good. This sucks though. Mm. That's why I say you got to pay attention. I just be paying attention. I'm like, yo, you what what's up, bro? You know, play about three love songs. And all of them was not the like good, you know, like hey, I'm finna take a girl out, or I'm finna, you know what I'm saying, I'm finna have a nightcap. You, you this is the they're the uh girl I miss you. I'm I'm on my knees begging please songs. I'm like, bruh, what's up? <laughs> and you're drinking all this wine. And I think another thing I was mad at, I was like, you put wine in the freezer. I'm like, oh, you drink a cold wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot, of, it was just a lot going on. I said, this is a cry for help. <laughs> he said, cry for help. Oh my god. He said, You could have just posted that part of you pulling it out the freezer, and I'd be like, Hold on, wait, something. Oh my like god, you're sad. Look at this cold wine. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I like I like my drinks cold. <laughs> I'm like, that is oh my god. If I've never heard of a cry for help, this is it. He said that. <laughs> <laughs> the cold wine was it for me. That 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 was it, how the lady said it's the cold wine for me. That's what I was saying. It's the, it's the cold wine for me. <laughs> I was like, my goodness, he, he's really going through it. He's drinking cold red wine. I've never cold. heard of that before. <laughs> that is the like, worst I, way to drink it. I was like, you don't got no steak. You ain't, you ain't got nothing with the cold wine. You just ugh. So yeah, I said something's wrong. 
<laughs> Something is wrong with him. Like, let me call my guy. He pulled. He did. He just posted. He pulled it out the fridge. He put it out the fridge. Let me. He let, is. Let he just call. needs a. He needs a friend. <laughs> he needs a hug right now. Where Where is Ryan? Why is Ryan letting? Yeah, him I was like, man, where is his roommate Ryan? I said, Ryan. He drinking cold wine. You gotta get your boy. <laughs> like, what does that mean? He hurting. <laughs> he hurting for real. Like, like, please tell me you 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 already knew about the wine being a, like who? Which one of y'all put it in the freezer? Who put it in the freezer? Did he tell you to put it in the freezer? You should have said no. What's wrong? And they pointed out. <laughs> and it's like, or oh, Ryan, what was it? You did you put it in there? Like, what is it? Just y'all just don't know what's going on. The dude with wine. My like, goodness, but nah, like, but yeah, on a serious note. Yeah. Now that's the one thing. Like with kids, they usually try to tell somebody, or they'll. I mean, that's why, like, anytime you know me, I'm 100%. If you tell me you're fine, I'm like, really? Really? Like, even with your friends, I'm not going to name any on particular. But if I see a post, I'm like, yo, check on so and so, man. Mm-hmm. That don't look right. I don't look right to me. I said, I just not, you've known these people longer. So I'm not, it's not my, you know, my liberty to jump on in on that. So I'm like, yo, that don't look right to me. Make yeah, sure they're definitely fine. done that a couple of times. Like, hey, yeah, check on them. Like, I don't know if you saw it, but I'm just letting you know. You know just, just letting you know. They don't look right. You know what I'm saying? Make sure they're okay. Uh, make sure they you know they know that they have you to talk to. Because even, you know, you, you've been so candid with this. And that's one of the dope things about Josh is uh, he was like, I ain't got all the answers. I can help. I can try. The effort. I mean, some people just want the effort, dude. Yeah. That's, I mean, at least I can listen. Man, I know what to tell you afterwards. I'm going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I tell him. I was like, "Yo, I'll I'll definitely listen. I may not be able to give him like no feedback, no solid. You know, I might just say, damn, 'Damn, damn, wow, <laughs> or, yeah, or wow.' But it's like, <laughs> but for some people, just getting it out might be yeah, what- just getting it out. I told you, that's all it takes. Some people just want to yell it out. Some people just want to talk it out. Some people want to cry it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but these young kids, whether it's the fact that they don't have what the other kids may have." Um, they may be different in any kind of way or something like that. It always bothers me because, like, if you call the kid out their name, um, but being, I don't know, different religion, they may be queer or they may be not have the best fashion or something like that. Why are you bothering them at a young age first of all i'm wondering where these kids learn this stuff from not i'm not talking about them being different i'm talking about the teasing and the bullying how do you even know what this is i said that means that your parents <laughs> are either letting you watch too much tv or your parents are talking crazy in front of you and that's why i always look at the parents sometimes like okay this person you did your kid was bullying this kid for being different what are you doing at your house mm-hmm. To where your kid thinks it's okay to do this to people. What are you doing to them at their house to where they are bullying other people? Right. What? What? I'm like, nah, because there's no way somebody's just going to raise, like, chaos. going to act chaotic with people. And just and it's like there's no justification to it. I'm like, nah, there's... Because people say it's not true. But I'm like, nah, hurt people hurt people. <laughs> no, you know, it's it's very much true. Hurt people hurt people. If you're mad about something or you're screaming or whatever, what have you, I'm like, it's because 
something's going on with your life or their life. So usually the kid is being in a not so good situation. Um, but at the end of the day, it's always the thing of I wish more people just tried to seek help instead of just doing this or at least find your purpose. I know it seems like, oh, man, I'm alone or oh, no one would care. I'm like, no, people people care. That's the number one. That's the number. That's the one thing I exclaim at the end of that. I'm like, people care. Yeah, that's that's how I I definitely want people to really learn is like, if you feel like no one's there for you, there's there's at least one person. It gets scary. I mean, yeah, that's the scary. That's the scary thing. That's the um, most human part is that people do indeed care. Mm-hmm. And they'll just sit there and be like, oh, no, I, no one cares about me. No one cares about me. I'm like, you got a whole family, dog. You got a whole bunch of fa- friends. You know, I say, why are you scared? I mean, it's the whole thing of being, like like we talked about, it's the whole thing of being scared or being judged. Like, bro, just tell them. Mm-hmm. Because when doing something like that, you can't reverse that. Taking your own life, you can't reverse that. There's no coming back from that. But mm-hmm. telling somebody what's on your mind and maybe finding a way to get the help, and I'm glad that mental health is being, is being taken a little bit more seriously to the point you can get free resources if you if it applies to you or you know at least discounted services if it applies to you. I'm glad that it's being taken a little bit more seriously because, yeah, people shouldn't be running around. I tell you all the time. It's unnatural to be running around here mad. Mm-hmm. It's unnatural to be running around here feeling like this. It's unnatural to be doing that. Like you know that, right? Because you, because you told me about like Ohio and things and stuff like that. How people ran around. I was just like, bro, that's not normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know. And that. then you're like, I don't know how you're so happy. <laughs> I don't know how you're so happy. Like the. See, this is the thing y'all never gonna. Um, are you from the alternate? Are you from the the the, the Delta variant version of Akron? Ohio? I'm telling you. Let me tell you. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. That's pretty funny. Cause he ain't never. Cause look, unless you really his homie, or cause he don't talk about it on here either. But if you really his homie, you're the only other people probably heard these stories. He will tell you something, and I'll be like, and you y'all probably never thought to ask him this. So Josh, what did you do? I always ask them at the end. So, okay, you just told me this about a family member, a friend, or whoever, whoever. Never, like I said, this is it's not my uh, it's not in my place to tell your your story. So I'm not going to. But yeah, he'll tell me something. I'm like, so what did you do, Jess? Mm. Oh man, I went to school. Or oh yeah, I I was skating or riding my bike all through Akron. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so that happened, and you said, hey. I gotta get my mind off of it, and boom, happiness. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, every story is the same." And I'm like, "Dang, bro, stronger than you look." You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you ate, because you ate that. You know, <laughs> you ate, you ate that, and was cool with it, man. Shoot, but it's no, like, that's a, it's like, damn, got ass. How, how did you and LeBron make it out? <laughs> I'm telling both of y'all, and he straight up said. Half the people I know either dead and in jail. That's when I had to ask you about acting. I'm like, it's really like that. You like, yeah. <laughs> That's why we leave. I was like, okay. <laughs> I 
that's how we go. That's how we try. The first thing smoking, we leave. <laughs> we don't care what it is. Oh, I got a job driving Greyhound in Dallas. Cool. I'm a, I'm a bus driver now. As long as I ain't got to live in Akron no more. <laughs> Look, and they said, I ain't got to drive to Akron. I said, yeah. <laughs> I only go to the east and the west coast. I don't even go to the Midwest no more. I don't even know what that looks like no more. I said, okay. But yeah, I was always wondering why, because again, um, thing that's been making you laugh. I said, it's probably been in that last four or five years. No, 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 no. Shout out to my boy Alex. Probably the last 10 years, I did not realize so many people were moving here from the Midwest. I did not really I always was like, dang, because he would tell me how Detroit was. And I'm like, okay. Low from time to time would tell me how Detroit was. And I'm like, Oh wow! Okay, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you told me how Akron was, and then like you know, we got our boy soon uh, from yeah, Iowa, Iowa, and yeah. I, and I'm just like, y'all live in these places? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, how do they let people live like? And y'all looking at me crazy? I'm like, no, nah, I'm a Texas and California kid. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't never been like this. <laughs> I'm like, Holland Hills was, you know, it, it, it had its days. But you know, I had, you know, I had my grandma and stuff. You know, <laughs> never that bad. <laughs> Seems like y'all, y'all Midwest niggas. That's what I've noticed, since, especially within the last few years, I've noticed two things. You one. You know a lot of people that just happen to come from the Midwest, and two, you know a lot of Joshes. <laughs> I know a lot of Joshes, boy. Everybody named Josh. Boy, I think y'all moms all came together in the huddle and said, we're going to name all the kids Josh and just broke like a football team. They clapped and just went their separate ways. We're going to name all Josh. And then, like, I don't know, like, God or somebody just wish, go be friends with a guy named Rashad. Named Josh, yeah. <clears throat> y'all know me. <clears throat> Recipes to my dog Josh. You know what I'm saying? I still miss Big Homie from the Bay. You know what I'm saying? I ain't yeah, I ain't wanna tell that story. I was like, man, yeah. man, dude, I used to kick it with. <laughs> ain't with us no more. Man, both my nephews. One of my nephews going to school. Yeah, he just got my big sis just dropped him off. And uh the other one. It's crazy seeing them two kids grow up together. Cause they mama's friends. Mm-hmm. And now they now he he. He made it Instagram official, bro. I said, yo. I said, they grow up too fast. Cause I was talking about, I remember when they was kids, kids, dog. <laughs> I remember they were babies. I remember when y'all wasn't even in school yet, boy. Right. Y'all sitting up here in college. You you doing your grown man thing, take care of your moms after everything that happened. I said, this is absolutely ridiculous to me. But yeah. Yeah, the Midwest, it seems like a some I don't know Beirut esque <laughs> type situations going on over there. And I thought the West and like the South was bad. Y'all said, nah. That's why I don't talk about the Midwest too much. I was like, I see, I see why. <laughs> but yes, yeah, but yeah. So when y'all tell me things and you say, Oh, I'm from Chicago, I'm from Detroit, I'm from Akron, I'm from Cleveland. I'm from Des Moines. I'm like, oh, I see why. <laughs> I see why. I said, you needed a therapist once you got off the plane. Because mm. <laughs> you had to live through that. But, um, but nah, we, like I said, we, we being lighthearted with it, but nah, it definitely, it's always somebody for you to talk yeah. to. It's always, yeah, it may, it's for some people. Like I said, I know for a lot of my cousins, 
how my fan, like I am with people, like you, you get on me about it all the time. You like he is saying he is pretty much standoffish with everybody. Um, <laughs> um, they like he's the most unlikeliest person you would think to talk to, but he actually listens. He'll give you good advice, you know. He doesn't just send you on your way. He was like, "Hey, you want to go do something? You want to go get something to eat? You want to keep talking?" And I'm like, "You can sit here. Shoot, I'll make you something to eat. You want to just stay here? I'll whip you up something real quick, and you can finish mm-hmm. talking to me. We can. I'll turn on a movie, and you know, so you can get it all out, and then you can go home. You know, whenever you want. You spend a night if you like. It doesn't matter to me. You know, like like I said, friends, family, we're just like, oh my god, he listened to me for hours. So I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. man." Cause you need somebody. It just that comfort. You want that. I mean, I know how that feels to have that. And I say it helps. Like I told you, there's um, I can only name like a handful of people. I can only name. I'm not gonna name them. A lot of y'all know who one of them is. I talk about it all the time. My grandma. Hundred percent. Hundred grand. Uh, that's that's the main one. So. Oh, I just thought of a bar. Shout out to Grand. She a hundred grand. Yeah, hundred grand. In it's her life, fact. I'm her number one man. That's man, that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. She said she invested a million dollars in you, boy. I believe her. <laughs> yeah, I believe her. <laughs> but yeah, like that's the thing I tell people. It's just I wish more parents and more just adults, period, just paid attention to kids. It's, it's so silly to think that, oh, they'll grow out of that. I said it's so weird to say that mm-hmm. because history has shown us that's not true. So why are you still saying that? I said you're yeah. dismissing a, the youth's feelings as being adults. Yeah, like really talk to your children. Like <laughs> They're human. They're humans just like you are. If look, if they if you feed them food and they drink water, trust me, they are human beings. <laughs> if they can walk, if they can walk on their two legs, they're human beings. If they can communicate to you the way that you communicate to others, they are humans. And that's the one thing they are missing. Like I said, it's just um like I know we keep relating to ourselves and then I'm circling back, but no, it's really helped me because like with you, I just kind of told you. That's why I told you to start talking to somebody. I was like, man, you just more or less coping, bro. You need to situate that out. I mean, you were just up there living your life, and you needed somebody to talk to. <laughs> I was the first one to tell you. You needed somebody to talk to. Yeah, that's why. Come that's on, why brother. <laughs> yeah, that's why I hit up Jay Will. I was like, yo, you mentioned something on the podcast about some, some free, free sessions. You hit me with that, <laughs> that information, you know? And, and I just I hate you got the worst... Yeah, I was Person. like, <laughs> that's the only thing I regret. I was like, they don't, they don't. Ooh, speaking of the slides that you um posted, that's the one thing that I felt fortunate in. That's the one thing I felt fortunate in. I always had a black person. Yeah, that's why I said when I do like my back, first, like my I first mean, one. I believe his name was Mr. Morgan. I believe that was his name, Mr. Morgan. Mr. Morgan was a brother. Old black man talk to me every day. I, I went to talk to him after school every day. And then you had um, like I said, the rest of them were black. So I like it. I'm like, them, I say, like, well, again, it sucks for you that didn't have youth, <laughs> couldn't have youth therapy, child, you know, psychiatrists and stuff, because um, they was black. They were pretty mm-hmm. much they were black. <laughs> I don't know about these adult ones. I'm trying to look, 
That's why I have to watch who I'm around. <laughs> and every time I see some weird thing, I don't no offense to the ladies. Uh she, they, them, however you describe yourself. No offense, but when you say something off ballish on social media, or all of a sudden you are like kicking with me, then all of a sudden you show a hand at dinner. That's why I don't talk to you. <laughs> That's why I had to stop. I said, You're not gonna drive me back to that because I don't want to spend the cash. Right. <laughs> that money can go towards a vacation or um, a fine sneaker. Or even this podcast here, it can it can go it can be well invested somewhere. So yeah, it's not it's not avoiding a problem. It's literally no. Nah, I've had people try to take me to the limit, and it's not working. And it's very expensive. It's very timely. Hundred <laughs> percent. But um, but yeah, that's the one thing. Like I keep exclaiming in this is stop dismissing a child's feelings mm-hmm. if they tell you something do not just send them to their room uh do not you'll be all right because you i that is the one thing you've never heard me say you want to know why because that's the most dismissive thing you can tell somebody mm-hmm. you'll be all right that's very dismissive because basically what you're saying is yeah, I mean, I understand that some pain is temporary, but it's not always like that. For you to sit there and be like, oh, you'll be all right. This ain't a, this, I'm like, this isn't a paper cut I'm talking about. This isn't. <laughs> I'm talking about real, like, this is a real problem for me. So, yeah. So, yeah, we just wanted to get that out there. And like I said, I just went through a few of the slides. But, yeah, definitely. I, toxic masculinity always makes me laugh. Because I hate it. Yeah. I'm a person that hates it. I, I like I know guys gonna be I said, nah, if you having a pissing contest with me, or you beating on your chest for me, I'm always gonna look at you crazy. You wanna know why? Because at the end of the day, me throwing hands at you, me yelling at you, make that that's way weaker than saying, you know what, this hurts my feelings or hey, let's sit down and talk about this. That's way weaker. Cause that means you don't have any control of your emotions or your feelings. And you combat me on this. I say, ah, I know you're dismissive because that's the easiest way to do it. But no, if, if you got to yell, you got to scream, you got to throw hands, you got to threaten my life just to get your point across. That's way weaker than me saying, you know what? Don't put your tongue, you know. Yeah. Uh, in the words of Pop Smoke, lower your tone, lower your tone. <laughs> lower your tone. Uh, it's way, yeah, it's way weaker to do that, man. For sure, for sure. Um, I rather, like I said, I rather have a civilized conversation about because with me, I'm only gonna look at you crazy for the one, number one thing that I tell everybody. I don't see how I can make you mad, and I don't do nothing. <laughs> right. I rarely go anywhere, and the reason is because I got a bigger responsibility. Um. I, only thing I want to do is make this show successful and mind my business. Like I said, I celebrate everybody. Um, that's the weirdo part that I, if you've ever called me a hater in your life, I want you to show me proof. Because I'll share people's stuff that's never showed, that's never shared mine. Josh has too. 
Um, <laughs> I shout at everybody's stuff. If somebody says somebody's an expert in something or somebody needs to hear something, again, I'm the main guy. Yo, talk to so-and-so. Oh, yeah, this guy knows this. Or this guy knows that. I'm going to put you in the direction, right? Every single time. If Josh needs something, oh, yeah, my bro uh, do this. Or, oh, man, I know homegirl do this. I always do this. So it's like, yeah, when you're trying to put something negative on me, I'm always going to ask for the receipts because there isn't any. Because, again, all I do is my is drink my water, alkaline, preferably, and mind my business. <laughs> but definitely, like I said, um, check on these kids because I hate hearing stories like this because it's always something that could have been prevented. And it's and, I, and the thing that you and me talked about, because, I'm again, I'm not going to go into – how they did it, I'm just going to say this, that it hurts me to always hear how they did Because it's always something like, where did they learn that? That's mm-hmm. always the first thing that goes to my mind. Like, why would you do that to yourself? Or how did they have access to this? You know, I'm like, it, it just scares me. Because, again, we're trying to, we're trying to make everybody stoic and numb people, and it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense to me. That's how we go in this one. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm getting kind of like, man. But yeah. Plus, you know, we still got to talk, talk about the, the other main topic. So if I can save every kid, boy, <laughs> I really see, you don't understand how I want to go on the rant. Like, if I can save every child and get them the proper care that they need, all the queer children that don't feel like they have anybody, just put them together and, you know what I'm saying? They can talk to another person and have them there kids being mocked for their religions put them right here and have someone talk to them <laughs> if i could just do what michael jackson was trying to do <laughs> it's like, that's what my mind was, i was like i was gonna go on that rant like if i could just do what desmond tutu was trying to do with the dalai lama i swear this would be a better world so i'm trying not to go i'm trying not to go into that <laughs> I'm trying not to, but it really is something that like really, really bothers me because no kid should be thinking like that. No kid should be feeling alone. When you got a, it doesn't matter if you have a mom or dad, it's your aunt, your legal guardian, grandma, grandpa, whoever. You're not. I mean, it's very rare that a child is coming home to nobody. It's very rare, and for the ones that are, it really sucks that we don't get the like we just throw them places and don't get them proper advocates or assistance in any kind of way. Right. That sucks. That sucks too. Like I said, I, I can go on that. This will probably be a full on episode. We'll probably get some more therapists and stuff like that. Um some professionals to talk about this. We'll probably do another episode like that because yeah. Yeah. And no, I don't want you to argue me down about why we don't need this and why we don't need that. Because what you're saying is that these kids' lives don't matter. <laughs> That's all I hear when you say weird things like that is all these kids just need a punch in the shoulder and buck up, pal, because I'm like, that doesn't work <laughs> at all. <laughs> so I really appreciate Tim and Fat Pimp for being on the show and, you know, talking about their project. Like I said, next month, watch out. We're going to have a live reaction. Live. We don't know where we're going to do it at, but we're going to do it. We're going to have to set this up ASAP. We only got a few weeks. Um, <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying, we talked about the other main topic. Usually we talk about all 
a range of main topics, but that one just really kind of like was sudden because it just happened when we on the day we recorded. But for the main topic at hand, we're gonna talk about. You know, we know y'all like the Icon series. Some of y'all said we were subjective. A lot of y'all said we didn't go hard enough or something like that. But, yeah, we're bringing them back. Uh, We're bringing back this series. And first, we're going to start with Nas. Nasir Jones. Godson. However, he got more AKs than us, I think. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to talk about his discography, certain elements of Nas, get into ether. We got it. We got to talk. We can't ignore ether. And we're also going to talk about. I got a playlist. I just start with that. But there's a certain song that I liked for a very long time, and a certain artist has ruined that for me. <laughs> but Josh is saying to add it to the playlist anyway, but. I won't be listening to that song. I'll be skipping it still. Cause like I said, I, I was sitting there listening to it and it just didn't hit the same because this person has just been exposed beyond recognition. It's just like he ruined one of my favorite Biggie songs. So yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Um, so stay tuned for that. All right, she ain't never been to Ace Town. Double cup with the roof down. Stopping down is for the guys. I'ma do the whole thing. Got a pistol in my stash. Yeah. I'm from Texas. BNBs in the list. TV screens on. Watching gold in the wrist. Got diamonds on my chain. Now I'm hollering what it do. Drink, drink up in my cup. Screaming all people screw. Man, I just touched down in 95. School about to start is about to be live. Yeah, right down 2234. I open up 12 Valley School doors. Everybody paying so creased up. I'm hearing songs slow down, they call it screwed up. They rocking ball fade, they call it Southside. They got their J's on, Air Max 95s. The Rockies beat the magic, Clutch City ride. It was like a roller coaster, Astro World ride. I think that's when I fell in love with my city. Don't put your H's up if you love your city. Yeah. She ain't never been to H Town. Double cup with the roof down. Stopping Dallas for the cash. I'ma do the whole thing. Got a pistol in my stash. Yeah. I'm from Texas, getting bills in the list. Taking screens on, watching gold in the list. Yeah, she ain't 
never been to Mo City. Me, I'm the dawn of the neighborhood. Smoking no lungs, drinking no kidneys. Both my neighbors is white, but both my neighbors hood. And I already warned me, they wanna harm me. Too many bad bitches and they all wanna swarm me. Who's next with flicks? That shit don't even alarm me. One deep entertainment, a navy better yet an army. I'm from the era of the razor blade creases. Back when your slab had to have side pieces. Drop a bag on something we don't believe in leases. Muddy cup of coating to go with my Reese's pieces. She ain't never been to Ace Town. Double cup with the roof down. Stopping down is for the cash. I'ma do the whole dash. Got a pistol in my stash. All right, we saved the best for last. Like I said, this um, is going to be accompanied by a mixtape. I mean, not a mixtape, but a playlist. <laughs> I was gonna say, you, so you about I to said, get in the, in the studio and drop some bars? I ain't, I ain't yeah, I'm about to spit. I'm about to spit over Nas beats. <laughs> or, that's how we're exactly, gonna celebrate this. That's how we're gonna celebrate this episode. Or executive produced by Tim Ned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I would. Shot Millie the mixtape. Oh no, y'all ain't ready for that. Shostradamus, you know Nostradamus, Shostradamus. You know, executive produced by Tim. I get genuine so I can do my favorite song over again. You, that uh, you owe me rem- <laughs> you owe me remix. <laughs> you get a feature from Fat Pimp, you know. Yeah, but now shout out to my, my DJ Khaled on, on 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 the tracks. Just want to yell on the track. Mm, just let me get my DJ Khaled on. Yeah, it's your boy Shot. You already know. We the best oh, podcasters. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. <laughs> but nah. Um, like I said, shout out to Fat Pimp and Tim and Ned. We're going to have them on real soon, like you heard. Yes, we are going to be the ones to premiere the album. They're going to do it with us. That's a big honor. I appreciate it. Um, pull up. That's how I feel about that. Pull up. I don't know if we're going to do it live. Where are we going to do it at? Uh, we're going to work them details out in the episodes to come. Yep, in the near, near future. For sure. So if y'all listen, y'all going to know when it's coming. If you don't, tell a friend to listen so they know when it's coming. But anyway, I want to talk about one of my favorite artists. I'm not sure if this is Josh's favorite artist. So I didn't say our. So I didn't want to say, oh, yes, I, you know, we love Nasir. And I was like, he's like, oh, I'm not a big fan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On well, that Ether and Takeover beef, you know, I, I picked Takeover. And I was like, oh, man, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to pick for him. <laughs> Ether is ill, but I, yeah, I am a, a Takeover guy. But also, by the time I heard it, I was already ingrained as a 
Jay Z fan. Oh man. But but let's but you know me, my yeah, my hip hop origins with, uh, are real. My my crazy. favorite game. What's up? What? Oh I'm, man. Do you I'm think? Bit. That, no, I'm I, bit. I, but first of all, I'm, I'm gonna give you a caveat. I have heard all Nas albums. But no, I no, 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 no. I, I, no, no, no. I like this game because it's always funny. Because yeah, I, what, I, what I, I think I've only got like one or two wrong. Yeah, I was like, which album do you think is the first album that I heard from Nasty Nas, Nasir, Nostradamus? I want to say because I know we talked about distant relatives, but I know it wasn't that. Um, I want to say Godson. If not Streets Disciple. Boom. Knew it. I said it had to be because I remember, like, like I said, I always think between 02 and 04. Mm, I always think yeah, because that's when you started listening uh <laughs> to hip hop religiously. So I was like, so I was like, if it wasn't Godson, which was in 02, Street Disciple was 04. So I was like, all right, it has to be one of those two. I know you didn't listen. What was it? QB's finest or something like that. I think it was like an 03. I was like, I know you didn't listen to that. <laughs> I know that wasn't your first one. I was like, with the Brave Hearts, I think it was on it. Uh, yes. And then you know what um song was the song that, that sold me on liking the album? No, I'm sorry, QB to Compton. That's when uh, it was him and game. Oh yeah. Which I'm gonna talk about that because they have actually one of my favorite songs that I like to this day. Yeah, I like I like when they collab together. Um, my favorite song. Uh, we're gonna get into the meat of this, but I just want to talk about this. One of my favorite songs is well, they did like a couple pretty good songs together, but one of my favorite ones for sure is "Why You Hate the Game," produced by Just Blaze. Yep, the beat is incredible. I just liked how they spit. I like the choir at the end. Yeah, if y'all have never heard "Why You Hate the Game" on uh Doctor's Advocate, I think it's the last song on the album. But it's to me one of the best songs on the album. So yeah. definitely listen to that if you want to get your Nas and your JC on before he turned into a total dweeb. <laughs> but yeah, can you tell me? Can you tell me what song do you think that is my favorite Nas song? And it was off of Streets Disciple. Ah man, the main song. Please don't tell me it's the main song that had the video. Nope. Uh, just think about who you know. It's not just a moment. It's not just a moment. Virgo with Ludacris yep. on it. Yeah, of course. Because I was like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, he got Ludacris on it, and I'm a Virgo. I was like, oh. Yeah. I thought it was um. Have a moment. Of, I was like, because that was the one they played on the. That was the one they played on TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But now nah, that was that was fun because I said Virgo. I, was, I had to think about it. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that song was on there. Yeah, like he got his favorite nigga on there and this nigga Virgo. So yeah, like, I was like, oh yeah, I got. I was like, I had to think about it. It was like Josh is very, very like, like, like. I'm gonna go on here. I'm gonna go on here and start this off because you've asked me. I bet you can't name my first one. Oh well, you can because I mean this is so this is like so freaking easy. Yeah, this is I'm, easy. Yeah, it was written. I mean, it was Illmatic. Of course. I was, I actually didn't hear Illmatic till I was like four or five years old. I just remember the video. I remember the World is Yours video. To this day, I can still, 
I can still play it in my mind. Like I remember sitting in front of the TV and it went black and white and then like the globe was spinning. Then it turned to a little bit of color and then he started rapping. I still remember that to this day. And I was enchanted. To me, Nas at that point, up until like Hove came out in 96, Nas was probably the best rapper in the world to me. Oh, yeah. Because he had, I mean, because during that time, like I said, it was him, Biggie. Um, when when Hove said that, Jay-Z, Biggie, and Nas, I was like, yeah, that was that's pretty much how I grew up. Minus, like, you want to you add Easy e uh, Tupac, stuff like that. But you talking about top three to me? When I was like, yeah, it was Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas. Four and five was probably like Scarface and E-40. <laughs> yeah. So. And then I, I meant to do it before we record, recorded, but you know, life is busy. But I really wanted to actually rank all 13 of his albums. But I'm oh, gonna no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, I'm just saying for my, my own personal. I was, I was like, oh, okay. Because oh. I, I, I throw that firm album on there, and I would definitely just put that at the bottom. <laughs> that firm album was so bad. I just, like I told you, I think I told you like a few months ago, I tried to listen to it. Because. Dre doesn't talk about it. Nas doesn't talk about it. Yeah. Matter of fact, anybody who's on that album does not talk about it. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about the firm album. I was like, so I said, was it that bad? <laughs> was it that bad? Was it that bad? So I listened to it and I said, oh my God. No wonder Dre said, man, my next album was The Chronic. My last album was The Chronic. No wonder he said that. I wouldn't claim that album either. You know what I'm saying? Do it like you do your daughter, man. Just leave it where it's at. No. <laughs> Just leave it where it's at. Don't claim that album. Album should have promoted itself. But anywho. Yeah, we're going to talk about Nas. We just had to get that banter out the way. Because, dang. Man, Street's Disciple. I was in middle school, dog. <laughs> I was like deep in the Nas here by that time. <laughs> yeah, that was thinking fresh two thousand four. I said that had to be fresh. Wow, uh, that had to be freshman year for you. That definitely had to be freshman year. Oh four to five. No, maybe no nah, sophomore. Yes, because I, I graduated in oh six. So I'm about to say you're like a year or two older yeah, than me. So. so. Yeah, that sounds about right. I was like, yeah, yeah I was like, in sophomore, eighth grade. Like sophomore, junior year, somewhere around there. I was like, dude, I was in eighth grade. About to be but in ninth grade. thing about me getting hip to him or like really buying my first album, listening to my first album from him as a sophomore, junior in high school. And it was Streets Disciple, which wasn't even that fire to me. Yeah, I like, like, overall, it, like, that, it, it, it really was could like, just be one album. Yeah, Streets Disciple was not all that to me simply because... Like I said, I like Just a Moment. That was a pretty good song. The beat's crazy. It's still one of the craziest beats to me. I can't think of who the producer is right now because I'm so tired. But um, yeah, and then I want to say I had another song on there. And I can't even tell you what it is that I liked. It definitely wasn't that. It was um, Oh yeah, the one with his dad bridging the gap. I like oh, yeah. this one too. Yeah. Um, 
like I said, it's because it brought like it was a fusion of two music genres out. Like it was hip hop and blues yeah. mixed. I know a lot of people didn't like that song, but I was like, the reason I liked it because I'm a blues fan and I like hip hop, of course. So yeah, yeah, like, I like it. It's creative, especially when he talks about the relationship him and his dad had. Like, oh, y'all actually came together and did a joint together. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, like I said, I can go into my music historian of this is how blues and hip hop is fused and how it's all common and this, that, and that. It's not just because it has black musicians, it's because of this. So I don't want to do that to people on this episode. <laughs> I'll give I'll give hip hop and music lessons and they were at like, the South Dallas Cultural Center. And uh, meet me on Thursdays at 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> They won't even know I'm there. I'm just going to be sitting in a corner just saying random things. That you, and then you'll be looking them up and you'll be like, man, these are actually true. I was like, yeah, I'm just going off the top of my head. There's no script. There's no book here. I'm just telling you things that I know. <laughs> I would say you could, you'd be like that one random homeless guy or whatever, but they think you're just talking nonsense, but then it's going to be like that one. They go home and act. Google it. <laughs> they don't and they're like, that was, that was true. I was like, yeah, exactly. That crazy old man. That was actually true. I said, mm-hmm, I told you. <laughs> I thought he was just speaking nonsense. I said, no, nah, I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Scat is like rap. I said, exactly. <laughs> it's all about the rhythm. <laughs> I said, it's just that rapping, they're actually saying words. Scat is just sounds. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, like I said, um, we're gonna go start from the beginning. Illmatic, uh, still considered one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. Yeah. So when did you finally go ahead and listen to it, sir? I uh, can't really remember the. I, I'm actually wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't until college. I'm not gonna lie. Dang. Like I guess it. I can't really remember exactly when. I was like, I think if anything, the fathers I probably went back at that time was probably just God. So I'm like, okay, let me just go like an album back because that was around the time I was selling <laughs> CDs. So I was like, ain't nobody asking me for it. <laughs> anybody asking you for Illmatic? I was asked for Illmatic a few times. That's because people, like I said, um, the reason I like doing a classic experience experience yeah classic experience with you and um we do these icon series is because i literally love talking about these classic albums and i never really get a chance to on here because we're trying we our episodes are usually based on what's going on at that moment in time so when i get to go back and be like okay this album is good because of this you know because i have these personal conversations with you like well yeah you, this is why you should listen to this because yeah. it has this on there and this is the first time so and so may have produced this and this is uh, you want to know who's on there that they didn't tell you mm-hmm. this guy produced it <laughs> you like what the i was like dude i have taken i have broken this album apart and put it back together a thousand times just so i have these stories but when it comes to illmatic i mean for me it doesn't matter which song. I mean, like I said, uh, you got The World Is Yours, um, Halftime, which is a lot of people's favorite song. Um, my favorite song on there will always be It Ain't Hard to Tell, which is one of the greatest Michael Jackson samples. Yes. 
ever used. <laughs> I also want to throw shout out to Nas for always revamping and re-releasing Illmatic in so many. He has, yeah, I'm gonna say there's at least four or five of them. There's a t- fifth anniversary, there's a tenth anniversary, there's a oh, <laughs> uh, there's like the yeah, it was like a 20th anniversary one, Illmatic XX or whatever it is, and uh he still performs the crap out of it. I think the last time I heard any all the songs from Illmatic was when he did the symphony joint that's on a uh, prime video. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like he just keeps remastering and all this he is shit. going to he said, I'm going to play some Illmatic songs. He wants to see how long you've been rocking with him. I'm not mad at him. Yeah, because they came out with a, like a 15th year anniversary one. That's what I'm saying. Year. There's a fifth one, there's a 15th one. There's a like I said, um, the fifteenth one that um the like I said the one Illmatic XX I'm still wondering what that's about like I said there's the one from the Kennedy Center that's on um that's on Prime Video for anyone who wants to go see that which you want to know what's so funny about that one it actually made me fall in love with the album again nice. it was something it was something about how those instruments. Like him having an actual orchestra playing all the time. It's just like when Jay-Z did it. It made me um, love Reasonable Doubt. Oh, I, I, It's still one of my favorite. It's still like top five hip-hop albums for me. But it definitely was like, wow. It solidified. That's why it's in my top five. But yeah, Illmatic. It was smooth. I loved it. Um, Again, what are your favorite tracks on there? What are your tracks before I go on? Because you know me, I just, I don't want to zoom past you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, New York State of Mind. Life's a bitch because, you know, I never knew. I like AZ on there. I like yeah, AZ. Yeah, I never knew who AZ was. Um, it Ain't Hard to Tell, One Love, and Halftime. Yeah, I'll probably say it. Like, That's a halftime. Uh, yeah, but um, who is it? With AZ... AZ, which um, just not really. I'm like, damn, it's only ten tracks. It's like it seemed like it was much. It's only no, no, no. It's because they keep coming up with these remakes that you think it's like hundred tracks. But um, you know what's so funny about AZ? That's not even like my favorite song from him. My favorite song from him will always be Sugar Hill. I love that song. I don't know what it is about Sugar Hill. That's just so good. <laughs> well, we're not gonna talk about AZ too long, but I'm just saying, like if y'all for all my hip hop heads, y'all heard Sugar Hill. If you are one of them cats that's like who's AZ, look them up, play Sugar Hill. It's something about that, it's something about the beat, it's something about that woman singing on the hook. It, it's just everything is just perfect about that song. I don't know why. It just is. I can't even spit a lyric from Sugar Hill. I just know it's a feel-good song. It's like where I want to be to me. <laughs> All I know is Nate Dogg's um, hook. I don't even know what was said in that song. I just, I just love where I want to be. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I wanted to go ahead and talk about I Am, which has my theme song for life. <laughs> It does. It has my theme song for life. Every time someone calls themselves talking to me stupid or talking about they don't like me or something like that. (sighs) 
that's the song that just goes through my head. <laughs> it's just like I just hear I just hear Diddy just yelling. Die, die, motherfucker, die, motherfucker, die. That's <laughs> all I hear. <laughs> and I'm just looking at him. <laughs> and I just hear Nas say, and I just hear Diddy's, you can hate me now. But you won't stop, but I won't stop now. You can hate me now. Man, I just be sitting there looking at him like, but I won't stop. You understand that, right? <laughs> you can hate me all day. Hate the money I see, clothes that I buy, ice that I wear. Oh, <laughs> Gucci this, Finny that. Oh, my God. Nickname Esco. <sighs> oh, my God. Shout out to my haters. My God. Nas wrote the soundtrack to my life. <laughs> he wrote the theme song. If you hate me, listen to that song. And then you say he really is living like that. That's why you that's why I'm mad at him. That's exactly. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to go to New York now. I'm gonna go to New York next month. Now I can't really can't go. I was like, I'm gonna play that off the plane. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna play that right off the plane. <laughs> but no, there's other uh another reason I liked I am because they had two of my favorite artists on there. Well, three. Um, it had DMX, Aaliyah, and someone we're going to talk about very, very soon because Josh asked me a question this week, and I and it's probably going to be a future episode for one of our series um, very soon. Scarface. Yeah. It was very good. It was, like I said, it was probably, like I said, it was... It was one of those ones. And the funny thing about I Am, he also gave us another album in the same year. I don't know why Def Jam had people doing that. <laughs> if it, not, no, like, no, I'm sorry. He was with Sony at the time. Um, But yeah, I don't know why him and DMX were doing that, like in 98, 99. They came out with like two albums in the same year. But he did. Um. The one you named, Nostradamus. Oh, yeah, he was on Columbia. Also, yeah, Sony Columbia. Um, but yeah, they both came out with two albums in the same year. Like I said, I don't know why artists were doing that. That was that it was too much music for me to handle. Cause like I said, I was a child and my music purchasing was dictated by my mom. So <laughs> to see this before we knew who the bootleg man was. So, you know, paying that twenty that that ten, fifteen dollars, that was a lot of money to be asking your mom, like, hey, can you buy this new so and so? But then he just dropping out, I know, but I need this one too. <laughs> yeah, Nostradamus is forgettable. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's the one that I like. Like one of the least, if not the least. And the reason is is because it literally only has like one song on there. <laughs> it only has one song. That's the reason like Nostradamus is forgettable. Because your favorite song on there is going to be You Owe Me. Mm-hmm. And you probably don't even remember it was on Nostradamus. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, oh. I was like, that's like- people, people still think that's a single. Like That was just some random song. People still think that's genuine song. <laughs> I said, it's not. That's a Nas song. I said, it's just that Nas, like, genuine was dancing through the video. I want to say there was the video. No, that wasn't a video where he was. Uh, that was show so anxious where he danced with the umbrella. Like, that was so anxious. Like, Nas just wasn't on there, just like, like, like no. an opening verse. I'm like, no, that was a Nas song. That was not genuine song. It's just, 
that's what you remember it as. Like it's it's remembered as a genuine song. But yeah, Nostradamus was definitely like he he could have sat down on I am. Like seriously, he could have sat down on I am. Nobody would have nobody would have been mad at you. Nobody would have looked at you funny. We would have just been like, okay. You just didn't have it on this one. But um then you had 2001 still Matic. And the reason I had to take a deep sigh is because, yeah, like we talked about earlier, you had Ether. He tried. As much as I, that's just how I genuinely feel about Ether. Remember, you know that gif of uh, Bart? With a cake, at least you tried, and he throws in a dumpster. That's exact. And he throws in the trash can. That's exactly how I feel about Ether, because when on Takeover, Jay Z said, "I did you know what to you know who," and I said, "Uh, because oh. <laughs> I knew exactly what he was talking about. I was a kid, and I knew what he was talking about." And then I was like, it was just solidified when I got older and I found out, yeah, he slept with his baby moms. <laughs> and he told the whole world that he did it. And I said, oh, Ether's trash now. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said, I rock. What did he say? I rock ice, you rock fellas. I said, that didn't even save you, dude. <laughs> he said he messed with your baby moms. And there's no way. It's how he said it. I, it is like so like you asked after an episode what was worse what was it um what push said to drake or what uh no what push said about 40 or what um Pac said about uh prodigy a lot of people talking about i said y'all it's because it's fresh in y'all mind but the fact that tupac was just going down a list of people and he circled the block on Prodigy for no reason. <laughs> it's still one of the sickest things in the world. Because <laughs> he said, man, that mob deep. Then all of a sudden he said, wait a minute. He circled the block and said, ain't that one of y'all got sickle cell? I said, why? Why didn't you just go past them? No, you said, no. Probably you need to go and sit down. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> I said, he wouldn't let him make it, dude. But yeah, like I said, either I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just should have stopped. Should have stopped yourself. Should have let it go, man. But yeah, got yourself was on there. Got uh, one might got yourself yourself. Yeah, he you had one mic. All I need is one mic, one stage, one this and one. This. Yeah, so you had that too, but. Yeah, that's pretty much how I felt. I I like Stillmatic. To yeah, this like, day, I like Stillmatic. One of my favorites. Um, yeah, Stillmatic was good. Yeah, after Nostradamus, I mean, you was like, Lord, I hope he bounces yeah. back, and he did. So, <laughs> oh man, you got me laughing at that because yeah, Nas had me shook. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Nas had me shook. Nas had me shook, dog. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. 
I like, said, what you gonna do, man? <laughs> like, I said, what you? Yeah, yeah, because like I said, I looked at him. In '99, like you know, you went into the 2000s kind of week, bro. I said, yeah, he was like a hip hop superhero to me, so it was definitely disappointing to see him fall off like that. Um, we actually forgot an album, and I feel bad because it has one of my favorite songs on there. Oh, it was written. Oh damn, we did skip over it. It was written. I'm sorry, y'all. We tied. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was the second album. It was written. Like I said, we tired. So yeah, for y'all, y'all keep a score at home. We sorry. We are sorry. Yeah, yeah. Another, 1996s. Is... <sighs> it's because I'll let you go. I'll let you go first because you know what song I'm about to talk about and why it's sad to me that this person ruined it because it's not on here this the original on here the remix of it so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and let you go first yeah uh yeah you know it, it was written that's definitely one of my favorite albums from my guy nas because you know got songs like the message on there which is one of my we favorite got, songs for sure nas is coming yeah affirmative action watch the yes. niggas but five nigga rap like i said of my course. favorite song is on here if I ruled the world, and then we have that song, Street Dreams, which I don't even like the original. I like the remix. It's yeah. just that the remix has been tainted by Robert <laughs> Kelly. By Robert Kelly. Robert Robert ruins a lot of things. That's all I'm gonna say about that because that was like if you listen to the original Street Dreams on it was written, the beats different, the lyrics are different, of course. Because when Nas does a remix, I mean, I don't know if he's going there to really just fix the song, but he ends up fixing the song. <laughs> he ends up making the song better than it was before. So, yeah, if you listen to Street Dreams on It Was Written, that's not my favorite version. My favorite version has always been the remix with R. Kelly. Up until Robert was fully, it, it was rumored. Before those rumors became actual fact. Yeah. Before those rumors became actual fact, because at first I was like, oh man, I heard about the list of it. Hey, what do we know? The tape that was all over the hood back in the day. I don't know if that's Robert. I was giving that man the shadow of a doubt every single year. Then all of a sudden, they start coming up with these documentaries, these lawsuits. I said, you know what? It's undeniable. This this man, <laughs> he guilty. <laughs> He's guilty. Like you can't you can't deny it. He's guilty. <laughs> so, yeah, one of my favorite songs, "Forever Ruined" by R. Kelly. But I still like Street Dreams remix over the original. That's just never that's never gonna change. It's just, do I listen to it nowadays? Nah. I put it on the track list and I took it off. I was like, man, once he starts singing, it kind of ruins it. <laughs> That's all nah, I was like, I that was like, the smoothest remix beat. He was spitting like the, he was riding a the beat, and all of a sudden you're street dreaming. And I was like, yuck. <laughs> I gotta turn you off. I gotta turn you off, dog. <laughs> Which I, I, I like, just read um they performed the remix on a live episode of all that. <laughs> I remember. I was like, I remember. I was like, that is funny that you know it they there's a lot of okay, I can tell you right now. There's a like Ice Cube was on all that, but we're not gonna get in that. We'll get in that in another episode. We'll 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 put that on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just talk about random 
I'll let you look them up because I can name like a whole bunch of like I can't believe they want all that. Yeah, because I was like, I was <laughs> yeah, like, I, I probably watched that. I was like, because oh, that was my shit. I was like, I probably watched that episode. <laughs> I'm telling you, um, they had, like I said, they had, um, like I said, Ice Cube was, I think, on the first episode. Ice Cube. This is before we're not talking about, we're not talking about, um. Like, nice are we there lucky. yet? Yeah, we're not talking about are we there yet? Or I do move, I did right along with Ice Kevin Cube. Hart. <laughs> yeah, I do moves with Kevin Hart. Ice Cube, we're talking about America's most wanted boys in the hood, NWA Ice Cube. He was on there first episode, day one. They said, We're going with Cube, and I said, What? On a so, show yeah, with a bunch of kids with a show. With a, I know them white kids were shocked when they was at Nickelodeon Studios and Ice Cube showed up. With all the Muslims and stuff. <laughs> Daddy, what's going on? I don't know, son. This They picked Ice Cube of all people, and he's got Farrakhan with him. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Look, Bethany was like, I think I saw him holding a gun. I said, he probably was. That's just what he likes to do. <laughs> he's from South Central Los Angeles. That's the part of Los Angeles I've never taken you to. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> so, so yeah, we we gonna yeah we definitely gonna write that on the docket for the next episode of just random, all that performances. <laughs> the only thing you know what so you know what sucks. Um, and that's gonna be this is gonna be the end of this uh, all that conversation. They took out the music performances on Paramount Plus. Oh, they took them all out. Yeah, they took them all out. Because like I said, when they name the musical guests, it's like, I, you'll see like Ice Cube, you'll see Nas and R. Kelly, you'll see, yeah, they probably couldn't pay for the licensing for all those people. Oh, yeah. That, that. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta pay for them performances. <laughs> those are live shows back then, so of course they got paid for those. They like, you know, that. Like, yeah, we ain't about to still cut them checks. <laughs> yeah, that's not that, yeah, they would have to give them residuals uh, just for us having those episodes like that, so it's understandable. And like I said, they don't want to pay Robert Kelly. They already got like Dan Schneider and stuff like that over at Nickelodeon. They already paying creeps. When they, <laughs> they ain't paying creeps over there at Nickelodeon. So, you know, that, like I said, that's another story for another time. So back to Nas. Uh, <laughs> this is why y'all listen to the show anyway. Y'all know y'all y'all love my crazy rants, and then I just go right back into the show. <laughs> they go look up Dan Schneider and Robert Kelly. Be like, what does R. Kelly and Dan Schneider get? They both creeps, okay? That's what they. That's what they are. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. We, like I said, it was written. If I ruled the world, another one of my favorite nine songs. Um, wow. Yeah. Then we went, uh, Before Lauren Hill like went off the deep end and married a Marley and totally escaped America to go to Jamaica and hide out and only come to performances. Where she performs three minutes later than the time on your ticket. Um, <laughs> this is when Lauren Hill was in her bag with the Fuji's and everything else. So it was a perfect. That was a perfect match. And like I said, it's it's still like a classic song to this day. Um, do you want to talk about the lost tapes, or do you want to go straight into Godson? Uh, straight into Godson. Okay, so this has some I've of my never, favorite songs. Never listened to that album. It's it's good. Um, like I said, and then they have you know the one that just came out, which yeah. Grimace, yeah. But anyway, of course you have. I know I can. 
I know. I, well, it's called I Can, but I know I can. Yeah. Be when I want to be. If I work hard at it, I'll be where I want to be. There it is. <laughs> um, he was the first. Yeah. We was kings. <laughs> he was the first. We was kings with um I can. <laughs> he was the first one. Yeah, we like, was I think kings. I, I think I really it'll like probably take some time this week because just you just thinking about this stuff. I'm like, damn, God's son might be like in my top five for like now. Nah, I, I, I just think about like what. Yeah, I, I, I you know I like, think it's the nostalgia I'm thinking about. Like, damn, I was like, I do remember like the nostalgia. I'll put when it, I, I, yeah, I'll put, I, okay, I give you that. Go ahead, I, I know what you about to go with it. I'm like, I'll give you that because I can was definitely a song like when you were in school. Yeah, definitely was a motivational song when you were in school. Uh, because we yeah we were school age then, so mm. yeah, it was definitely a motivational. I know I can be what I want to be if I work mm-hmm. hard at it. I'll be where I want to be. Yeah. That's only the only song that they would actually let you play in school, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, you had made you look who and which then, ooh, I did not know. Made you look remix. Oh, I did not know made you. Oh yeah, with Luda on it, man. Luda kills that. But anyway, we're not going to talk about that yet. We're not going to talk about that yet. Made you look has probably been the most freestyled beat yeah. of all time. I have heard so many, and like the only ones I actually liked, I believe Jadakiss did it, and uh, Diggy. Probably the yep. only ones I've ever liked. <laughs> Probably the only ones I've ever liked, and 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 Ludacris, of course. But yeah, cause, yeah, cause, yeah, because uh, uh, yeah, they end up making that the official remix with with the Jada and Luda verses. Man, if y'all have never heard Luda spit on Made You Look, because. Didn't didn't Jason do that during the fab the fab battle? Didn't he do major? Did he do his? Major, I think he did his major look verse during the fab battle. I told you I'm tired. You want me to? Uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Cause remember, remember his and Ludacris's were freestyles, and they made it in the remix. They made it yeah. the remix. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I was. I, I was excited doing it. I was like, I was like, oh, these are just not, not, like no. They were just freestyles that they literally just put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I believe I want to say it was on Street Disciple. Let me see. I don't want to lie to the people. Oh my! No, but it was during it. But it was dropped during that time, like in between. Yeah, Godson and Street Disciple. I want to say that was O three. That was way after. That was way after the album had already dropped. But yeah, made you look pretty much. If you are an East Coast rapper, or you just think you one of the hardest quote unquote MCs, you probably pulled out that made you look beat and just spit forty bars just to see if you could, <laughs> just to see if you could outdo Nas on it. So yeah, made you look was on there. Um, it was one of my favorite songs out there for sure. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you one of my favorite songs on there. Hey Nas with Claudia, Claudette Ortiz and Khalees. I'm playing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cause they just so fine. That's why I liked it. No, um, <laughs> my favorite like, one will always beautiful be beautiful women on the track. I oh. said, "Ooh, I gotta play this over and over." But uh, nah, um, my favorite song on there, and that's why I love when we talked about Death Row East. And then I like, I said, "Did you hear the end of the song?" You're like, "Yeah." I was like, "I told you." Cause we talked about that, yeah. We talked about that. And I was like, yeah, that's a true story. 
Yeah, they was they was gonna squash the beef and then boom. Pac was gone. Yeah, that's September '96. But anyway, yeah, Thugs Mansion remix. Yeah, that's still one of my favorite songs. It's something about it, it's just something about it. it makes it makes you feel the way. It really does. It it makes you think. It makes you it makes you sad. It makes you happy. It makes you reminisce. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Yeah, I'm just gone. Cause I'm getting. <laughs> it's one of my, like I said, it's just one of my favorites. Uh, but Street Disciple, I'm gonna let you take it away from here, cause I, I need to know. I, I need to know. <laughs> I figured since since we we kind of talked about it at the beginning, I was like, no, no, no. I need no. I need the Josh perspective of okay, you played this, you were there, you were here with it because the next album is of course you know hip hop is dead. I don't want to talk about it right now. Because you know, a significant moment happened with hip hop is dead. Yeah. So I want you to go. And, I want I want you to give your that album like changed. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll get into it in a second. But um, you know, uh so Josh opens the C D double double disc, you know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah, he opens the key uh, with the C D case. Like, <laughs> it's like it's like okay, okay. Two, two, two double discs out, and I was excited, like, oh, all these songs, it's about to be just so hard. And you know, uh, I'm trying to think the standouts that I try to, I'm trying because I haven't listened forever, but I'm trying to think some of the standouts that I remember. Um, a message to the feds, which I'm now I'm looking at, you know, RIP to Chucky Thompson, that he produced that joint. Um, they actually produced a lot of them on this album, now that I'm yeah. I'm about to say, like, yeah. um, but um. Yeah, I remember message to the uh, the feds. I remember that one. Um, Disciple, just a moment. You know my style. And then the sec, this too was actually my favorite because <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd probably if I was really gonna make a, a one album, majority of the songs would come from this too. Suicide Bounce with Buster. Yeah. Disciple with his dad. The on a uh UBR, the biography of Rakim, Chorus Virgo. Remember, yeah, yeah. I'd probably just say all, all of this too. Like, not you remember I, the Titans, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'd, I'd, I'd probably say, like, yeah, all of like this too, and then like three or four tracks from this one. Would probably, if I was able to make one album from Streets Disciple, that's the, reason I, that's the reason I let you have that because I was like yeah you probably like that album way more than I did because that was your first Nas album yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you have that one I was like yeah you take it away from there because uh it was I'm like I said from not Nas it's it, okay how do I work this it's because at that time Nas was going again I was more of like a common Talib quality guy Nas Nas was like probably the first person in that lane but I was like, man, he just ain't doing it like them, no. He wasn't singing like, you know, he didn't have Dwelle on the album and stuff. <laughs> he just didn't have all that. You know, that Neo Soul sound from back then. Yeah, he didn't get he didn't get hip to it till literally hip hop is dead. Yeah. So 
So yeah, we pretty much uh like I said, we was that's why I let you go ahead and do that. Then all of a sudden we had Hip Hop is Dead, which was funny for one reason. And you know what that is. The first single wasn't even the single. It was this is during the time of leaks. Yep. So people were like, okay, Nas is coming out with Hip Hop is Dead. They were trying to say that was gonna be his last album. He was done and all types of stuff like that. But the leak was something that we never thought we'd see. And it's been weird seeing them collab ever since because it's like, I wonder what happened. Like, I mean, they've said like, oh, well, you know, we got mature, we did this, we that. But I'm just like, really? That's it? I said, he said he met, he he was messing with your baby moms. Why you were still with her? Ain't no yep. way you just sit there with a man, just dab him up and say, hey man, that was bad. That was cool. baby car seats and all that. Exactly. I'm like, come on. No. <laughs> There's no way you just got over that. <laughs> There's just no way you got over that. So yeah, I still want to know how they really got over it. But the song in question we're talking about is Black Republican, um, featuring Jay-Z. Him and Jay-Z squashed the beef, they did the song together. This is Def Jam J. You know what that means. President J. Yep. Um, I believe, yeah, you know, so you, you had this Def Jam album. Then all of a sudden, like I said, they squashed the beef. Jay-Z was saving, trying to save Def Jam at this time. Um, it gave us two of our favorite artists, Brianna and Neo. Yeah. Yeah, Jay, yeah, so Jay-Z just capped it off with reuniting Nas, you know what I mean? <laughs> Having a wet reconciliation with Nas, I mean, and that was the result. And like I said, they've been working off and on together ever since, which they've given us, a, to y'all it may not be, but they've given us some pretty classic songs working together. Two of the best lyricists to ever and do it. This album actually probably has probably the weakest one. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I get that. I put that Cali, that Cali collab over this, mm. and that has that stupid double B lyric that I hate. But, <laughs> but it still was better than Black Republican. Brother. Yeah, but yeah, you had like he had Kanye on there. He had Snoop. Um, mm. like I said, he had my he had the game on there with Marsha Ambrose's. Our introduction but, to Chrisette Michelle. Oh, I love me some Chrisette Michelle. Hey, you wanna know so funny about Chrisette Michelle? You wanna know the first time I heard Chrisette Michelle was? When? It was on Lincoln Heights. Remember that show? Yep, I do remember Lincoln She Heights. was on there. Oh wow. Yeah, she was on there. That was the first time I heard it. That was yeah, that was the first time I heard Chrisette Michelle, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like I love me Chrisette Michelle the uh, first time I seen her live, it was in college. Me and uh Smitty's now wife April went down there to Cincinnati. Uh, I think it was the summer after our freshman year or the summer after our sophomore year. I can't really remember, but oh, we went to the jazz festival, and uh, she was one of the performers, and I was just like, "Wow, she is amazing!" Like, yeah, hearing you on features has been cool, but just seeing her live and singing like her own so I was just I lay left as soon as I got back home uh home to Akron I went and bought her her uh 
her album, like, yo, I love her. She's amazing and have to buy this album. And random side note about Christian Michelle, that first album, um, I Am, doing those times in college, was probably like my anthem when I would go study. Uh, like I'd go off to like one of the little study hall areas and I would just put that album on and just get to it. So I've listened to that album so many times. Cause I heard, album. cause like I heard her on Lost One. I heard her on his album, but I had never seen her before. Yeah. The first time I put the face with the first, was on Lincoln Heights. It was on Lincoln an episode of Lincoln Heights in oh like oh six oh seven, and I was like, "That's her." Then all of a sudden, I swear she was blowing up after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she's definitely underrated voice. But yeah, you got me, golly man, Cassette Michelle. Like I said, we y'all y'all don't realize that we just pretty much chalking up more and more classic episodes classic experience episodes slash icon episodes we we're gonna keep these going because yeah the more we talk about it's like wow okay this person here is definitely a classic a legend in our eyes (laughs) definitely a good person in our eyes but yeah you had which this is Nas did this to me and this maybe that's why I'm disappointed with this one Nas is quote unquote controversial, even though I don't see why it's controversial. Um, Nas self titled album, which was originally called um, The Nigger Album. Um, the mixtape was better. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why I had to pause. I was like, the mixtape was better. And like I said, this is during a time when leaks was really a bit thing. So I had pretty much already heard the album to where when it came out, it was our it was kind of like lackluster, um, <laughs> because yeah. it was like I've already heard it, and like I said, the tape was better. Please go listen to, um, the nigga tape. I believe it's uh, Green Lantern. I think I think yeah I think it was it's Green Lantern and yeah it's Green Lantern. It's just him and Green Lantern, I believe. I was going to say DJ Drama, but I'm like, man, I'm thinking about the Champs here three. My bad, because he was on that too. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, it, yep, it was Green Lantern. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, listen, listen to that instead. Um, if I had to pick songs, I actually liked off that. It was pretty much just Hero. Mm. And a lot of other people liked uh because remember it was a, it had a video to it too. Uh with yep. the game and Chris Brown, make the world go round. Yep. People liked yep. that song. I didn't. I wasn't really a big fan of that song. Yeah, because that, that was basically just the 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 radio single. Like uh yeah. it, it really because when, when you think about it, it don't really go with the theme of the album. It did not go with the theme of the album. Because when you heard we make the world, and then you look at the video, yeah. it makes no sense. After him, like, the police like was wearing, like was wearing yeah. I feel like they was in like in Miami or something like that. But yeah, like when you think about like him and Khalees wearing the jackets with the word on them, with the original thing, and then you think about what he said in Hero, mm-hmm. which I believe make the world go around is the song right before that. Yeah, it literally makes no sense. 
It's like, when you got channels like America, Sly Fox, Nigga, Fried Chicken, Fried Chicken Project Roach, and then you got Make the World Go Round. Yeah, it is like, we make the world go round. <laughs> like, this makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. But again, which we are showing you, every time he knows he did something wrong, Nasir did something that most rappers act like they don't know how to do. Make the next pro- next project better than the last one. <laughs> so you're gonna. This is gonna be a thing because we're once we get to the end, you're gonna be like, "Wow, he did it again." I said, "Yep, he sure did." <laughs> and that is distant relatives with him and um, Damian Marley. Distant relatives was what you thought his self titled album was gonna be. Yep. And I actually, um, it took me a minute to actually go back and listen to Distant Resident because I was like, a collab album. The Because Mar- at that time, I, I didn't understand the full scope of like the Marleys. And because I always thought, like, okay, Bob Marley, Smokers, okay, Damien Marley, okay, whatever. I'm I'm not into all that. <laughs> whatever. That's not, that's not my steez. So it took me like a couple of years before I even. Listen to the album, just can't be like they're like, nah, nah, it was like, good. That, that joint was actually nice. Like, now that, that had you in a Marcus Garvey mindset, boy. It really did. <laughs> yeah, so when I went, when I finally went back to listen to it, probably a couple, two, couple years later, two years, three years later, I was like, oh, okay, I see what I missed. But what made me excited for that album was. Um, it's one of my favorite songs. It, it was literally the song that they had on there that they dropped as a single from Welcome to John Rock was Road to Zion. Road to Zion was so good. Like, you know, had him singing on it and Nas's lyrics. And then all of a sudden they were like, you know what? And I think they performed Road to Zion together a few times. So then they circled back and were like, we're going to drop a whole album. And I was thinking, ooh, I wonder what they're going to be like. And I was like, if it's like Rose Zion, it's going to be pretty good. But I'm like, if they're just kind of like trying to figure this out or squeeze something out of this, it's going to be kind of weird. But they pulled it off with great ex- with great precision. Like I said, that's probably one of my favorite Nas albums right there. I wouldn't put it in my top five. I'd be silly to put that in my top five. But it's definitely one of my favorite Nas albums that I really, really enjoyed. Then we fast forward to 2012's Life is Good. Yeah. Khalees was gone. <laughs> and this, this nigga has the album cover with her, with her wedding dress yeah. on it. And he's just and sitting there. And she didn't even know about it until the album came out. That was the best part, wasn't it? Yep. That was the best part. And then she said, oh my God, that's my dress. It's the album cover. He really said I'm gonna put it up, but then when you look at Khalees, you kind of like, yeah, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be sad, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one of my favorite songs, I think about it. I really did like My Baby with him and Aaron Hall. That's because I just, Aaron Hall is the, I can't believe you did that to Gloria Velez, but at least you didn't do anything as bad as Robert Kelly, version of Robert Kelly. <laughs> they sing exactly the same and everything like that. Like I said, there's a big beef where they say they caught somebody copied their style. 
but I think they both copied off of Charlie Wilson, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you had that song. I really liked our boys on there. No accident murderers no. with uh Ricky Rose. Um, I like Locomotive, which was um, which featuring Large Professor. Um, one of my other favorite songs on there, um, The Don, which was produced by the late great Heavy D. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Nasty Cherry Wine featuring man, this is crazy to keep saying this. The late Amy Winehouse, yeah, which um, uh, uh. Quick, quick side note, kind of jumping ahead. If they were to make a King's Disease 3, I think a great idea would be to incorporate Ross as executive producer as well. And you know we listen to <laughs> yeah, we like, run and go get that. <laughs> we like, run as, as, much as, as much as they know that we talk about Ross should EP uh, Nas album, I think that would be a great idea. Yeah, because he should. Cause it's like, like, hey, you know, y'all just all three y'all in the studio just cooking up. We don't even need a, a Ross feature. We can get, maybe get like one or two Ross features on it, but just like, kind of let him curate the other features. Like, okay, I feel like wow, you just like that was a great segu into the next album. That was a great segu. Oh, that's an excellent segu. Wow, um, I was gonna talk about daughters, but you set up that lob. I gotta, I gotta finish the lob now, so. Oh, go go ahead. So yeah, um, like I said, daughters on there, featuring uh Paige Hurd. Shout out to the uh to Dallas. Shout out to uh I don't know what part of Dallas she's from. I want to say I've seen her ride through the cliff. <laughs> so I guess she got family here. But yeah, um, Josh talked about executive producer William Roberts. The next album, Nasir. Executive produced by Kanye West. Yeah. And a lot of people act like they don't like this album. I said it wasn't bad. Maybe I'm tripping, but Nasir wasn't bad. Yeah, I was like, like cop shot the kid, cop that. Like when that that Rick uh slick Rick sample was mm-hmm. excellent. Um, I like Diddy on the intro for not for radio. I was like, what are y'all talking about? Adam and Eve. I just want I just want them to put that official Andre 3000 verse. <laughs> On oh, what was it? Which one was that? Cop shot the kid. Oh, okay. I'm about to say. Just re-release the, the project with the because Kanye surely got if Kanye got anything, I'm sure he got it. He's sitting on everything else. He's sitting on his album now. So I'm sure he got it. <laughs> Maybe like the official remix or something. At first, I thought you were talking about Bonjour or something, and I was like, ah, I was like, we we gonna manifest this right now. Bonjour featuring the lyrical stylings of Tony Williams, who we still want on the show. Dog, who is hit us up. Not just a gospel singer, y'all. He's not. Just- He's not just a gospel singer. He, matter of fact, I had to write on there. I said, like, bro, you an R and B singer? Like you trip? Like you a soul singer? Period. Right. I was you like, know what I'm saying. <laughs> Like just because he he's up there with the church <laughs> choir, and I make him a gospel singer because um yeah that he's just a singer. He's a singer. Period. He's a soul singer. Like I said, right. he can sing R and B. He can sing hip hop. He can sing gospel. He can sing it all. But like I said, Tony, you need to hit us up, dog. We've been trying to get you on the show for a minute. 
we're gonna really work on that. We're gonna try to get Tony up in there. <laughs> we're gonna try to get Tony up in there for for real. Yeah, for real. I, I will look because that one definitely would have to be in person. Oh yeah, we'd have to sit. Yeah, we'd have to sit. Yeah, I'm like, I guess because he sometimes would think, oh man, they probably want like my cousin to show up. No, we don't want Kanye. We want to talk to you. Yeah, like <laughs> we, I, we like, like you know, what's so funny. We probably wouldn't even ask him anything about Kanye. It would probably yeah, that's the thing. I was like, I'd I'd rather like no, like we could probably just touch like, oh yeah, you know, like and then yeah, you work it. with him. But other than that, it's like, bro, you because like I believed oh, I forgot where he lived at first. I'm not. I don't want to give it away where he lives at now. If you don't know, you just don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, man, he lives pretty close. And and I love how he he is on like on social media. He's real social. Like I'm a friend when I when he accepted, I was like, oh, he accepted my friend request. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I tell people, he's like the nicest cat in Dallas, man. I told you like before my boy died. Um, we went out in Deep Ellum. He literally came behind, behind me, gave me a hug. He was like, what's up, bro? I was like, Tony, I was like, what you doing here, Mason? No, I'm just walking around chilling. I was like, oh, okay. And um, <laughs> every time he sees me, I bet he doesn't even know my name. But every time he sees me, he says hello. And he either gives me like a handshake or a hug or something. So he good people. But like I said, I need Tony, I need Tony to do the show. I don't know how I'm going to get that done. <laughs> but I will, I will try. But anyway. Uh, like I said, lost tapes. We won't go through that because did you listen to one or two? I know you said you didn't listen to one. Did you listen to two? Yeah, yeah, I did listen to two. But I, was, I, I never listened to the first one. All right, I'm gonna let you go ahead and um, tackle that. We we, we ain't even got to touch on like like yeah, it's probably, yeah, I'm cool. Okay. So now we're at King's Disease. Which I and, guess, like like you mentioned earlier, how folks say like, "Hey, he makes a better album." So like, for the folks that didn't like, this we're gonna make the better one. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make King's Disease, and King's Disease is like in the middle for me. It wasn't like it, if you didn't like Nazir, I don't understand why you didn't, because it really wasn't Kanye dominant. It's just, I think the I think the overall album release stuff with all the other albums that just kind of tainted. Yeah, that's really what it was. Because, I mean, you put against, like... Because, of course, you got the high beats who were geeked for. Cuddy and Kanye. Then you had Ye. Then you just yeah. put Nasir in the middle of all that. And um, Tiana Taylor. It, it was just... Yeah. Yeah, it was too much going on at that time. Yeah, who voiced, like, how upset she was about the album rollout. Because, she, I mean, yeah, because it pretty much was rolled out, like, Kanye was just in Wyoming just cranking out albums. And it was, like, the whole version of a song that <laughs> I released to the public, like, on my IG was not the version they got. <laughs> not, yeah. So. Changed yeah, so. my verses and all that. But, yeah, King's Disease. So, King's Disease was... In my mind, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. It was I. Right. Maybe, like I said, maybe I'm being biased because it was good when I listened to it last year. But then when the second one came out, I was like, "Yeah, this is not as good. <laughs> this <laughs> this was not as good as I thought it was after I heard King Disease too." So, like I said, um, you had the song replace me with Don Tolliver. And Big Sean, I like that song. Um, you have full full circle with the firm. 
Yes. Which I'm, I was looking at Nas like, I'm surprised you knew where Foxy Brown and AZ were. <laughs> because I don't know where they are. So I'm surprised you knew where they were. So that, that was probably one of my favorite songs due to the fact, like I said, they don't talk about the Firm album. Like I said, Dre, Nas, Foxy, AZ, you cannot ask them about that Firm album. Say, man, how do you feel about the Firm album for real? What'd you say? What'd you say to me? That album doesn't exist. I'm like, I could look it on Apple Music right now. It's on there. I don't know what you're talking about. I said, all right, I'm going to play a few verses. <laughs> you're going to know what this is. You, you don't know about this Firm album now. Don't be playing me. You don't know about this Aftermath Firm album. <laughs> so, yeah, so to hear them together after that crap album, um, it was nice. It was nice. I'm sorry, y'all. Please go listen to the Firm album. I forgot what it Please go listen to it. I, I'm like, um, I would say, um, also real quick question: Just when you first, when they first announced King Z, and you see the track list, what are your thoughts? When just looking at the features, when you see like, oh, Big Sean, Don Tolliver, Lil Durk, Fabio Foreign, ASAP Ferg. On what do you think this album? Well, with, a, with the ASAP Ferg and Fabio Foreign. The funny part about that, remember that was a single. Yep. I'm, so, talking, I'm talking before, like just seeing the, the track list. What do you think this Nas album was gonna sound like? Just seeing the features on it. Were you thinking like this might be trash? <laughs> to be honest, like I said, the only thing I was anticipating was Big Sean and the Firm. Mm-hmm. The rest of the guys on there, I was like, oh my god, Lil Dirk. That this is before. I was like, I was like, this Damn. is before. This is when Lil Durk started to transition to a serious artist. Yep. When like he, this, you know what I'm saying? So basically, I was kind of excited for that because that's when Chicago, that's when, like, yeah, Chicago cats were still getting killed, but some of them were finally realizing, like, it's stupid. Thanks to your boy, Snitch, Snitch Nine, bro. He, he made a lot of people change with his um, snitchery. He really did. Mm. <laughs> he really his snitching helped hip hop. Um, <laughs> like I always say, I I was a fan pre snitch. Man, you he was a fan when he was still snitching. Um, <laughs> I looked at you I was like, you like, come on, bro. You were sending me songs like I was gonna listen to him. I said, bro, I told you something about him just screamed. I'm a tell. He just screamed tattletale. And I used to tell you that. You like how, bro? I said, look at him. He like you still, he just looks like a snitch. I'm like, he just looks like a snitch. But academics. Look, he hangs out with academics, so you know he lame. <laughs> he hangs out with a man that looks like a roly poly. Anyway, <laughs> you know I ain't that man. So yeah, we gonna leave it. We gonna leave it right there. <laughs> I hate him so much. Anyway, um. Like I said, this year's King Disease 2 is why we're here for real. I know we just like kind of ran through those few those albums. Like I said, we're probably gonna pick a few Nas albums to do for a classic experience and we'll go into more in-depth conversations about those albums for an hour. So don't worry. But I really enjoy EPMD2 as much as I thought I was. Because I told you, I said that to you before when you just sent me the track list. I was like, we get to hear Eric Sermon and Eminem on a um 
beat together on a track together. I said, oh, I'm ready for that. Yeah, and then I found out they didn't know about the M feature until like a week before the album drops. Yeah. And they're because uh, they were saying, yo, it when they found out, they were like, it was hard to keep quiet about like, oh shit. We got a song with M. <laughs> Man. They like, like I said, just like yo, find I, out a week before, like, oh, we thought it was just gonna be us and Nas, and then we find out M also gonna be on there. Like <laughs> So yeah, I, man, dude, you just don't understand how excited I was when you sent me that. I was like, "There's no way Eric and Parrish making dollars plus Marshall is gonna be on the same track with Nas." My little hip hop head heart skipped the beat that day. I was like, oh, And the the first I, time Nas and M on a track together, exactly. It was just too much. It was too much for me. But Death Row East, like I said, we talked about it earlier. I'm going to talk about it one more time. Yeah, um, that just made me... I don't know why I like telling him these random hip-hop stories. But I went ahead and told him the story. And then all of a sudden, Nas confirmed it on the at the end of the song. And I just sat there looked at... <laughs> I just texted Josh. I'm like, I told you, man. Don't ask me why. Like, I remembered that story. <laughs> don't ask no, me why I remember. You're such a random, like, endless hip-hop. pit of knowledge. <laughs> that Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I am the most random hip-hop historian you'll ever know. But, yeah, that one right there. I, like I said, I was a kid, and I was just like, anything hip-hop, the Source magazines, Double XL, um, what else was out back then? That's when Word Up wasn't, didn't get weird before it got <laughs> weird. Word Up magazine. Now, Word Up got weird after a while. Let me tell you what, how it got weird. At first, Word Up was just like, it was hip-hop and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, Word Up, like during the whole Scream Tour era, mm-hmm. Word Up became nothing but like, like what was it, Tiger Beat back in the day for black people. So it's like B2K posters and Chris Brown posters in there. It was like no hip-hop news in there no more. So I had to stop reading that. <laughs> they made that for my girl cousin. They didn't make that for me no more. So if they snuck in a hip hop uh story in there, y'all let me know between the um years of 2003 and 2005, which is when they started falling off. Um <laughs> so yeah, when it came to that, I just always read those stories and stuff like that and looked at documentaries. But yeah, back to the thing. A boogie with a with the hoodie. Well, I want to say it's a guy you had to convince me was actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, I... I, I, I Because, like I said, it was a couple songs. I was like, he all right. But you was like, nah, bro, he's actually pretty good. I was like, okay. So I, it, it was refreshing to hear him on You Know the Vibes, YKTV. Um, no, Miss Lauren Hill on Nobody, Delivered. Oh, my God. She was fucking amazing. She was amazing, but you got Hit Boy, who produced what the whole album. Yep, he did. I mean, he was basically fifteen for fifteen. He mm. did not miss, like the epitome of he can't. He does not miss that. That that's this album. Um, but my favorite album, and that's because a lot of people are saying I'm reading too much into this, but um. Brunch on Sundays featuring Blast. Nas basically dissed 
the owner of what was it called? True Kitchen. Yep. <laughs> he pretty much dissed him <laughs> at the beginning of the song. <laughs> he said, "Girls twerking on tables." Um. Uh, let me look. Up, let me see if I can look at the lyrics. Okay, yeah, girls twerking on the tables. They just having fun. Leave them girls alone. You the owner. What you want? Mm. <laughs> and when I heard, I just busted out laughing. And I just said, did he just diss the guy who owns True Kitchen? Randomly? Like, that's a random diss right there. But it was, but it was true because like we, sh- we hopped on the pod and we said it before. Why are you mad that black people are having a good time when... We already live in a society where it's already frowned upon when we have a good time in any form or fashion. Mm. And you look like us. It's crazy. So, yeah, I, I, that that lyric stuck with me on brunch on Sundays. And uh, also, I just I just a big fan of Blast, who I've put um, Josh on uh, yeah. recently. Yeah. yeah, I was like, it's definitely become a new favorite. Yes. Yeah, uh, well, besides the album, because I heard the album last year, he was one of my choices last year for best album. Yeah. So we, yeah. So every time Blast comes out with anything, I pretty much send it to Josh and be like, "Yo, yo, yo, <laughs> got another one." So yeah, when it comes to King Disease Two, to me it was better than the first one. A lot of people say it's about the same. I don't believe that. Maybe I need to re-listen to King Disease. But then again, I don't think I have to because, like I said, it was underwhelming to me, and then. Nas does what he does best. The next album is always gonna be better than the last one. <laughs> if you if the if the last one sucked or the last what well, I don't really say the sucky Nas album, but if the last one just didn't uh, pique your interest or the anticipation wasn't you know then you know the anticipation didn't really equal to whatever, he always fixes it. And with King's Disease too, he pretty much did that. Um, but yeah, like I said, we love Nas here. We're probably gonna pick an album or two to do for a classic experience. It'll probably be it was I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all right now, it'll probably be Illmatic and it was written. That'll probably be those two. If not Illmatic and Stillmatic. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those it's gonna be Illmatic and another album after it. <laughs> it won't be King Disease too, for sure. But yeah, that's pretty much the end of the episode. Um, I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to see if I remember everything. If I've missed something, you just tell me what I missed. All right. You got Shy versus Smiles uh-huh. on Twitter and Instagram. Uh-huh. You got The Uncle Urban on everything. Uh-huh. Uh, you got Music Impulse, M-U-S-I-C-M-P-U-L-S-E. Yes. Okay. On everything. Uh-huh. Um, Shaw Miller 13 on uh-huh. Twitter. Shaw Miller on Instagram. No shoe plug on everything. Okay. Um, JW Smiles on everything. Yep. Smiles Wilborn on Facebook. You can you can try to add Rashad Miller. On Facebook, but I may not add you because I really don't use Facebook unless it's like on the pages. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Facebook. The only the only person that keeps me on Facebook is Josh. I'm just right. gonna be real with y'all. I because one time I didn't use Facebook. 
I want to say for a solid month. And Josh was like, bro, you're not sharing the stuff. And I'm like, look at the pages. Oh, but you didn't. I was like, I don't like Facebook. So I only get on there. And I hop on and hop off. He's like, no. Nah, <laughs> I said, if I could just run the pages, <laughs> I'll do that. I will close down my account. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, keep your page up. And I'm like, all right. But other than that, yeah, you can have me on Facebook, but you ain't going to see nothing. I'm not. Uh, like, I'll be tagged in a whole bunch of stuff, and I don't think you can see what I'm tagged in. I actually don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think that's it. And we're still working on uh, the site. Um, Patron on ice right now, but we're going to pop bottles with the Patron very, very soon. Because every time I get an email about it, I'm like, nah, it's got to be. We got to make sure everything's legit because, like I said, uh, we live in America with a tax man, a.k.a. Um, the Anglo-Saxons got to get a percentage of everything we do, no matter what it is. <laughs> so um, until um, Patreon becomes a cash-only app, we ain't got to say nothing. Um, yeah, we got to get that all the legal and technical stuff situated. And that's the episode. Like I said, shout out to Fat Pimp. Um, Tim, Tim, Ned, Tim, what? Ned. Okay, okay, I'm gonna do this again. All right, thank you for listening to this episode. Shout out to Fat Pimp, Tim, Ned. Um, I believe that's it. Of our guest, of our guest, and um, yeah, we'll be back um next week. Um, shout out to Kickback. I almost forgot that. See, I almost forgot that. Shout out to Kickback. We are on. You basically on cool urban four hour mega hour, if you want to call it that. We're basically you hear music impulse and Shaver smiles back to back. Yeah, yeah. From Twelve to four. We give you all four hours of that work. So, like I said, um, we got we got like I said, we just got plenty of stuff coming. It, we pretty much, like I said, in the words of Nas's, "I can, I know I can <laughs> be what I want to be. If we keep working hard at it, we definitely gonna be what we want to be." And I believe that's a good way to end the show. And we up.